You got the vapors, Scott? I, I, I do declare. I got the vapors. I have the vapors. And the consumption. And a hepatitis C. <laughs> but not B. Are you a, you're a regular uh, Alexander Emelianenko? Are we recording? <laughs> or is that Pepsi? Um, that was Pepsi. Where he yeah. like got it, but that nobody would sanction him except for Russia. So he just had to keep <laughs> fighting in Russia no and matter what. And trying not to bleed on people. Yeah, but like, whatever. There's no... It's it's a lawless land over there. Like, you can get people infected with your Hep C and your HIV. Oh, you can do wild shit over there. I don't... I don't That's wa- my end game. I don't want to go, but... If I had to... I was, I was going to say, I don't want to go, but at some point I'm going to have to go. Well, I mean, if to visit your long-standing family. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but that's that's India, not Russia. It's Siberia, Drew. Uh, sure. Siberia, Tell yourself Siberia's whatever you need not to. not in India. Your, your grasp of geography is tenuous at best. Oh, man. I forgot Emelianenko went to prison. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then got out of prison, and they were like, oh, by the way, I have hep C now. Don't ask me how I got it (laughs) in this Russian prison. We need not get into the details. No questions, please. Uh, My client will not be allowing you to take any questions. I went to prison unrelated. I have hep C now. (laughs) And full-blown AIDS. Uh, welcome to the podcast, everyone. I am Drew. Uh, that is Scott. You, we're, we're going to actually stick to saying our names. Okay, I like that. And Twitter handles at the beginning as opposed to 40 minutes in, like last episode. Yep. Uh, it's really hard for both of us to keep uh, any form of standards and practices. <laughs> there's no there's no run sheet. We don't practice anything. In fact, Scott and I don't talk in the days between podcasts. Drew, are everything you gonna, is the day of. Are you going to stop lying to the people? No, I'm not a are liar. You, are you? Gonna, I'm not a phony because my last name's not Hart. Are you going to tell the people also that we meticulously script this, practice it all week, and then do and do multiple takes until we get it just right? Why won't you tell them? Do the we truth? even write down the ums and ahs and silences? Yes, you have to write down the audible pauses. Otherwise, it seems too scripted. Drew, we've thought of everything. It does make for good audio when you plan out the um. What am I saying? Oh, right. <laughs> what was the thing? Hold on. Let me look it up. Let me see if I can find that. <laughs> let me see. Uh, Give one me second. ten minutes. What's that? Oh, my phone's vibrating on the table. We, yeah. haven't, we haven't set our Twitter handles. Oh, uh, well, we don't have Twitter anymore. Twitter, Twitter's canceled, Scott. All of Twitter's yeah, canceled? Yeah, they got, they got it. They fucking got them. The irony of canceling so many people through Twitter and then Twitter itself getting canceled. Twitter got canceled by MySpace. It, <laughs> MySpace came back. Tom came back. They came back with a vengeance. It's a, it's, a, uh, it's a real story of the ultimate underdog. The Social Network 2, The Legend of Tom's Gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh right? that is a good reference i appreciate that greatly what i love the idea of a movie where you write a sequel you kill off one of the main characters yeah, yeah. but then he just has a twin brother yeah so it's like that's uh, ver- it's very funny yeah what they did that in something else too right face off oh no it's in um uh what's the what's the beer fest Oh yeah, yeah, where they where they kill off Kevin Heffernan's uh, character, <laughs> but then they just bring him back as his twin brother, who's a better drinker. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty good writing. I do yeah, enjoy that. It's, but yeah, it's funny. It's just such a weird thing of like, here's this main character that people love Dead. in Curly, and then they're like, "Bah, we don't need Curly. What we need is Burly." 
I don't think his name's Burley. There's I think his no name's something else. Way his name is Burley. I don't. Yeah, his name is definitely not Burley, but I, I I can't tell you what it is. No, I can't either. What if it is Burley? Will you kiss me? I'll give you all the money in my pocket, mm. which is twelve thousand uh, dollars. I believe his name is Duke. That's better than Burley. I don't know Burley, like <laughs> Burley Washburn. Washburn, that's pretty good. It's not bad, honestly. A but... big old Burley man whose brother's name is Curly. I don't know. It's pretty good. I like it. Uh, Twitter handles, uh, at Syrian soft pause for moi at not Scott Henson. Huh? I always thought it was at I'm not Scott Henson. It's not. Is it Ian Scott Henson? <laughs> that, is, that is a low percentage reference, Love but it. I like it. Love <laughs> it. Uh, I like giving low percentage jokes that are only for essentially Cody. I, yeah. Especially when we were doing a bunch of coach shit last episode. We did do and a then lot of Cody coach sent shit. me a message about, I love jokes that are just shitting on coach. <laughs> but like, it's only for maybe, maybe max three people. But like, I, I think it's even fun for strangers to, like, I think it was fun for everyone to hear about coach last time. I think Co- it, like, it, coach yeah. sucks. I think it's fun to shit on people that other people will never meet. Yeah, but it's fun to hear about someone that sucks. Because they're like, hey, yeah, I'm better than that 150, guy. 150,000 people in Mexico. Yeah. I trained The Undertaker. <laughs> I just, Who didn't? I remember when <laughs> the first show that Travis and Martin were there and Coach went up to Martin like, oh, man, it is, it's great to see you. It's been so long. Like, big high five, pulls him in for the bro hug. Yeah. They separated and Martin turns to us and like, who the fuck is who that? Who the fuck <laughs> is that? Oh, like, I, I, I Martin, bet, don't you know that's the guy who trained you? I, <laughs> I Like, I bet he didn't know Coach. I, and I bet no, Coach didn't know No, absolutely not. Coach just, Coach just heard that this guy was from Northern California and he was like, oh, I'm going to pretend I know this guy, right? Yeah, well, yeah, oh, he's a California guy. He'll know who I am. I wrestle in California. Yeah, I'm a name. I'm a big name guy. I train The Undertaker. (laughs) Everyone knows me. I I also wrestled in Japan. I wrestled Giant Baba. (laughs) Wrestled Giant Baba. I I like the kind of guy who, if you just listen to, like, the tone and cadence of his words, it's fairly normal. Yeah. It's it's fairly straight ahead. Yeah. Uh, but that if you listen to the actual words and context, you're like, oh, he's a delusional schizophrenic. <laughs> oh, he, he has severe brain damage. Yeah. Uh, whether or not he has been a wrestler for however long. Like, it's, claims... it's a real Empress Gale situation. Because, <laughs> like, she talks normal. Like, she just seems like a nice lady. Very measured talking. And then you listen to how she's talking about how she's married to Brent Spiner and Jesus. And, and is the president of the United States. And the Jesuits are dropping bukkake bombs on her. <laughs> I don't trust anyone whose most, uh, the greatest sexual conquest is Brent Spiner. <laughs> I, I'm all for Lieutenant Data, but that's <laughs> that's your number one draft well, it, pick. It's so funny, because she has her like harem of men all... Like, they're all, like, n- notoriously handsome people. It's like Matthew McConaughey, Gerard Butler, a couple others. And then number one with a bullet, Lieutenant Data. <laughs> it's, it's, it is a bizarre it's first choice. so strange. It is a weird number one like selection. Like, he's number one husband, we, though. We, as the black delegation, select <laughs> Brent Spiner. We, the black delegation, select Lieutenant Commander Data. <laughs> Most deaf doing that voice. Amazing. Amazing. I feel like I did it okay just now. I was fairly happy. It was okay. Yeah. For a a white man who's not most deaf, I'm in. 
Yeah, he he was more gravelly than me. Yeah. Well, but you know. I feel like I still I still hit black. I didn't hit just like all the way. Yeah, that is true. You you sounded like an like an old jazz. Musician. I might have just been doing Danny Glover. No, Danny Glover doesn't sound like that. You gotta you gotta feel it in your soul. You gotta you gotta. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right, I guess. You you know what? Work on it. Come back next week. All right. That's your that's your homework for the weekend. I'm coming in hot with practice Danny. your Danny Glover. Coming in hot with Danny or Danny DeVito. I will give you a Danny or Trejo. <laughs> Danny Trejo. <laughs> he he was a cowboy raccoon <laughs> on your favorite show, The Masked Singer. On my favorite show, a, a, a show where I actually don't care about anything other than the reveal. Which I could just watch on YouTube like the next day, but but instead you I like it. to fast forward through the performances if I don't know the song, and then that and then watch just them guessing. You also like Ken Jeong's retarded guesses. He like I appreciate and respect him for not taking it seriously and playing a character, uh-huh. but at the same time, I, like it does get a little repetitive when he's just <laughs> guessing whoever Barack Obama. I'm pretty sure if Barack Obama was in the building everyone would know it's quite possible he still gets secret service yes he does yeah you know who doesn't hillary clinton well you know why she's she's crooked release the emails lock her up release the emails (laughs) actually i guess she does because she was first lady you know what i take it all back do first ladies get it still not a fucking clue if i'm being perfectly honest presidents get it should uh, better question should they get it well, just stick with your husband the whole time and you'll be fine. Yeah, hide behind Bill. Yeah. Dance with who brung you. Yeah, exactly. And let him do what you, he wants. L- listen, he had his day in the sun. Yeah. You tried and failed. <laughs> Multiple times. Well, time to take a step back to where you were. Yeah. Like, Maybe... you, you know, it, it's like, a, it's you got promoted from the minors, they gave you a shot, you, you had a terrible ERA... And they sent you back down to double A ball. That's what it was. Not even triple A. Not even triple A. No, no, no. Triple A is for the good prospects that have a future. What's... I don't think Hillary's ever running for president again. No, no. What's I'm trying to think what like governmental double A ball is like state senator. State senator. Yeah. yeah. That's that's double A because triple A would be governor, governor, co- se- congressman, senators, congressman, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, state senator is double A ball. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're Hillary Clinton's a regular. Uh, uh, oh no! Oh, See, you're... this is why we practice the ums and ahs, Thank so that when you can't think of what you're trying to say, uh, Tim Tebow. She's a regular Tim Tebow. Ah, uh, yes. She no. She's a regular Tim Tebow in baseball. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, couldn't make it past. I think he might have been in a little bit of Triple A, but yeah. like it was, it was play most of Double A, then get called up to Triple A because they're like, eh, it's a novelty. Like we're a bad team, fuck it. Yeah. And then now he's retired, and now he's just gonna do college football. Yeah, play what? college football. He's gonna be an overager playing college. Oh, football. I like that. Yeah. He's doing like uh, a Bobby Boucher. A, uh, what is it? Is it can't be called adult learning, or is it? Extended uh, learning? Extended learning, yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Man, Scott, he is younger than me. Yipes. Yeah, and his professional baseball career is over. And well and football. Yeah, but football's been over since uh football. I mean he hasn't played a game since twenty twelve. Wow. Two seasons in Denver, one season in the Giants, practice squad for the Patriots, practice squad for the Eagles, done. Love it. And, like, no joke, he is 
one of the greatest college players of all time. Hmm. And yeah, his career was three seasons in the NFL. And I think maybe three seasons minor league baseball, maybe four. I didn't know he was like all-timer college. I, I, just, I thought he was good. Uh, I th- I think he's like, I mean, I don't really follow college at all. Do you love college? Okay. I do. You know, okay, you know I'm lying. I'm again. I am lying. I am a phony. Okay, we're we're no longer talking about Tebow. We got to talk about the bracket. Oh, I mean, we can. Yeah, we can definitely talk about the bracket. I have his, his college stats here. Like they're good. Uh, I mean, in 2007, he had 23 touchdowns. Uh, for over like well over 3,000 yards, with a passing percentage of 66.9 percent. Okay, that's good numbers. Like that's pretty decent. And yeah. then his last year. Uh, less yards, less touchdowns, but his pass percentage was up to 70.1. Okay. Um, but he did get sacked a lot, but like, yeah, I mean, I think as far as quarterbacks go, he's one of the better, I mean, in like a more recent time, maybe not, yeah, but maybe not of all time, but very, very good, but very, very good for like, um, you know, like the last 25, 30 years. Yeah. Um, also loves Jesus post post OJ. Uh, yeah. OJ wasn't the quarterback though. I know, but just like football players. Uh, football players, yes. Uh, the juice is loose, baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's talk about our <laughs> final for NCAA March Madness bracket. Yes. So it was released on. I released it on Twitter. Scott retweeted it. Yeah. It is. So it's, the, it's there if you want to see it. I like that the finals, like the actual game, is on True TV. The finals? It says watch on True TV. That's a strange place for the NCAA finals to be. But uh, oh, it's, it's also on the... TBS. That makes a little more sense. It's on both. Yeah. So yeah. if you only get True TV, it'll everything will be over by the time people hear this, right? Uh, there's games Saturday, Sunday for that, that'll go to the Elite Eight, yeah. and then I don't know when the games are after that. I, I would uh, they took because the last games were on maybe Monday. Okay. Uh, maybe, yeah, Monday or Tuesday. Then they took like a big ass break, uh, because I guess they just pe- people are hearing this on April fifth. Uh, well, let me tell you, yeah. I the finals are on April fifth. Oh, perfect! So today, stock finals, baby. You'll know who the winner is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, as of as of uh, right this, I mean, as of a bunch of days ago. Uh, yeah. Uh, we are, you know. The brackets. I don't know. I can't even. It's too hard to lie with this. Anyways, um, so we, uh, Scott and I sat down uh, after last episode. Yeah. And unfortunately, it was during the first night of games, so there was already some results that we knew. But whatever. Did, it's did, very it, hard to find a bracket to fill out. Well, yeah, that's the problem. So like the bra- all the of ass. the brackets were, uh, you had to. Because they were they were betting brackets, so yeah. you had to pay uh, to play them. Pay to pay to play, gay for pay. Absolutely. Either way. Yeah. Uh, that rhymed. Uh, tippy tippy day day. So we we had to find like a blank Excel. Is it? It's an Excel sheet, right? It was, or like I think it was like a printable PDF or a printable PDF. Yeah, it was a printable PDF. Yeah. So it allowed you to edit and stuff and save. But usually, but like to, just to find something where you can click, like I want this team, this team, this team, which this is team, weird because like I definitely did one in the past for sure, where I it, it already had everything filled out, and as soon as you clicked on who you thought to win the game, it would move them 
automatically yeah. moved into the round of 32, the next 16, yeah. blah, 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 right? Life so was easy. It was, and, and I didn't pay for it, because why, why the fuck would I pay for it? We had it so good. I don't care about college sports. Except. Except for when it comes to March Madness, and not even for the <laughs> for basketball For the reasons, reasons you might think. <laughs> I, I very much enjoy basketball. I'm a basketball fan, but I don't care about college sports. You prefer sports. professional sports? I only care when the athletes are getting paid. Yeah. Uh, so... Scott and I took a look, as I do every single year. Yeah, uh, on this my own. My, this is my first year where I got to help. This is yeah. This, this is, is first, very exciting. This is the, I, I appreciate being brought into this. This is the first time that I had an assistant general manager. Yep. Uh, so AGM. What I've been doing every all, season. All gay men. It, all every gay man. Yeah, <laughs> all gay men. So uh, every year, I wish I had researched ahead of time, but I'm pretty sure I can find it relatively fast because they would have been posted on my wall. Uh, unless I deleted them, maybe, possibly, who knows. So. What are you looking for? Well, because I had done them before in the past, and I think I was just posting them on my Facebook page, like, week to week or something. Okay. But it would appear that they are gone, so I couldn't, oh, no, here they go. Good job. So I don't know what year it was, 2017. So I only posted the Elite Eight, the Final Four, and the Championship game. How did you find 2017 shit on your Facebook so fast? I don't know. I just went to pictures, uploads, and then just like, bam, there's mascots. Clever girl. And then if I go up, there might be more mascots. No, there's not. I like your So style. I... Oh, but I will... There is going to be an interesting conversation eventually on the next episode of the Movies Podcast. Next one. The next one. Okay. Uh, so, anyways. The Elite Eight for my 2017... Uh, so I must have done 17, 18, 19, 20, and now this this one counts as 20? This is 20. Yeah. So yeah, so I, I must have done 17, 18, 19, and then this is 20. Yeah, so this is your fourth. This is my fourth. Um, so everything... <laughs> now, I'm, I will admit, I made a boo-boo. I made a oh. honey boo-boo. Oh, no. Because on the Twitter, I said it was based on ferocity. What I, sh- I, what I, I corrected it yes. in my quote tweet. So what I meant to say was the main factor is ferocity but also but also it is um suit quality yes and almost most and, importantly and then also fuckability absolutely uh so obviously there was several teams involved that were just humans those are immediate double DQ. Or if you're an, if you're a human and you're against anything that's not a human, and by human I mean an actual an white guy dressed like a Native American <laughs> or a costume of a human. Yes. Uh, if you're against anything that is not one of those, that other team will automatically move in. With one exception. With one exception. That exception being an orange. <laughs> <laughs> an orange. Well. Orange looks like a person, so that's it true. Also lost. It's a person. Orange. So there was only two. There was only two double DQs this year. Yeah. So yeah. So it goes on based on uh, the ferocity of the animal. Essentially, like, does it look like a, 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 like an anime cartoon character, or does it look like it's a mean, tough, badass? Can it kill me? Uh, and then it, from it, there, can it hurt me when we're having? Can it hurt sex, me? But I want it to hurt. Yeah. Me. When we're having sex, will it hurt me? And will I like it? Do you really want to hurt me? Yeah. So, it, yeah, and then after that, it goes to the, oh, what did you, there you go. So then, then from there, it goes to the quality of the suit, which is hard sometimes 
because there are definitely schools that have a mascot for football yes. and a mascot for basketball. Now, they're the same character, but there might be two different uniforms yeah, or and, suits. Yeah, or, and often with like a great disparity in quality. Yes, yes, absolutely. And there's definitely some where you can tell like, okay, this guy's outside in the heat. It's a different suit so that he doesn't die. Correct. This guy's inside a basketball gym where he has to do slam dunks yeah. at halftime. So the suit is a lot more flexible. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of disparity between the two of them, but it's yeah. essentially, it's the same character. Now, since we both don't really know college football or basketball, or basketball, basketball even. no, I meant, I meant both. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we can't really which is which figure unless, something. Yeah, sometimes unless it's hard. we see a picture of them like on the court. Yeah, they're they're if they're on a fo- on a football field or on a basketball court, we can tell. But sometimes there's just two pictures. They're just like on campus. Yeah. So we just sort of go like we'll give them better. This one looks better, so let's say it's this. We, we, yeah. For we'll, the sake of this yeah. bracket and argument, we'll base it based on the best that school can put out. Yes. Which I think is very generous on our part. Very generous. I, th- I think sometimes we're being too kind. And there was definitely a couple of them that if the other mascot was the basketball mascot, it's out way it would have been out way earlier oh, yeah. than it actually was. Yeah, so there's some, some real uggos. I'm looking at my Elite Eight, yep. and uh, of these teams from 2017, only two of the eight were in this, this tournament this year. Wow. So there was a big changeover. Yeah. Um, however, so... Uh, the the 2017 ones are not important. Yeah. I will just post these pictures on Twitter after the episode goes up so you can see who I had in my Elite Eight and Final <laughs> Four and Championship game for 2017. How Now, the only thing I will say is that for 2017, as well as 2018, as well as 2019, uh, have the there was one team that has won every single year. The North Korea of these are my North Korea of college basketball. Never so, lost, never lost, undefeated record. They have won every March Madness in existence. Never lost. Uh, so every year, like I, you know, it's not like I go in thinking this team, like you know, there's. I'm just gonna put them in the final. They no, automatically no. win. We we went round by round. Well, and, and also too, there, there are there are new teams in yeah, every year who's that I've never in. seen, right? Like, I'm sure if I looked up the best college basketball mascots... There might be a better one. There might be teams there that are bad teams that don't make the tournament yeah. that have an amazing suit. Yeah, like Arizona State might have a killer thing. No, there's a Sun Devil. It's a dude in a devil costume. Oh, it is Sun yeah, Devil. it sucks. I don't know. U- UCF. Uh, no, there's as, a, as an a, some kind of Indian. I think there's a Seminoles, maybe? Southern Baptist University. Well, I don't think that exists. I'm almost sure it does. Well... <sighs> Southern Methodist does. Yeah, but... SMU. It's not I'm gonna, sure there's a Baptist. It's not gonna be a good costume, because it's gonna be you something... Never know. Like, you never a, know when a, a highly Christian school... It happens to have a lot of good furries. It's a horse named Peruna, and it looks okay. Okay. I've I've seen worse. That would have made it out of the first round, depending on opponent. Uh, Anyways, so the North Korea of Drew's mascot NCAA March Madness bracket every single year since the school was founded and since the March Madness brackets were founded is the Virginia Commonwealth University Rams. VCU. Their mascot is... 100% 100% the best head, the best face, he's super jacked, Yeah, and just looks great. Yeah, he he's getting it on 
Because, I don't know, I guess rams are kind of ferocious, but they're certainly more... They're, they're like, tough. They, yeah, they're an herbivore. They though, live they, on they, the side of fucking mountains. They do, but they're not eating other animals, so it's like... I mean, you know what? This one could. <laughs> Rodney the ram could if he wanted. <laughs> but this guy is is getting in on suit quality, first and foremost. Yeah. Maybe the highest suit quality. And two, as previously stated, he's jacked. He so is jacked. Fu- fuckability factor, also high. Now, they're... they're I feel like this 2017 bracket, just looking at these final eight pictures, yeah. had better options than the 2021. Because the I mean, final there eight, a lot of amazing ones in yeah, 2020. The final eight, all all of them are pretty good. Yeah. Um. There's one really outstanding one that is the Middle Tennessee Blue Raiders. It's a blue horse. Okay. But, but it's a good horse. It would appear to have a thunderbolt, like for the main. Okay. But it also kind of looks like it has wings. Interesting. So it's a, uh, it's unique. I like it. It's a Pegasus it's type. A, it's a Pegasus. I'm a Pegasus. I get Pegasus. Yeah. I, I was gonna say I don't think you're. A no, Pegasus. I don't do the pegging. I get I get pegged. Uh, except for my butthole's too tight. I don't think anything's fitting in there. Stuff not, comes out. Easily. Not with that attitude. Anywho, so Scott and I sat through and we looked through every single team for every single game and compared. Can right? I tell you? That it was the most fun you've ever had in your life? One, it was really fun. But at the same time, I am very disappointed at how many cats there are and how few good cats there are. Yes. Like, get some good cat suits out there, guys. They exist. Trust me. I've seen it. Just to give you a spoiler, there's two really good ones in 2017. The Cincinnati Bearcat, pretty good. And the Virginia... Catamounts? Catamounts. Pretty good. Catamount sounds like a part cat, part horse. It would appear to be, I'm going to say a mountain lion or a puma. Okay, I like it. I, uh, for the, for the viewing public at home. That's a higher tier cat. I will uh, show Scott and you won't be able to see it until, well, you'll see it when this comes up. You can look it up right now. All y'all can look it up. What's what's the school again? Cincinnati Bearcats. Cincinnati Bearcats and and the Middle Tennessee, the Vermont Catamounts. Sorry, Vermont Catamounts. So this is the that's the Bearcat. Bearcat's good, pretty good, good head. I I think he's got um, I think he's got one piece body, like his hands and arms yeah. are one piece. Are his um because I'm a little ways away from the computer. Are his like. Whisker dots, sort of a mustache, kind of, yeah. Okay, I don't know if that's super intentional or they just are. That's just they how just they look how they like go. Whiskers, but it's a good head. And then it's the... a nice head. Like that's that's a top four head in twenty twenty, honestly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, like this this one would go probably final four. That's a final four head. Now, unfortunately, it's not in the tournament. I would I would like you to give me some final four head. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you final four with my head. Okay. So this is what's the best picture? That's no, it's kinda that's okay. I think this is the one I used. Uh oh, that's a bad one. <laughs> yeah, like I'm saying, like there's the same mascot, but there's two mascots. I don't think you're gonna be able to see this one. I might have to Let me see. Okay, pretty good. See, yeah. Like uh I like it. Uh the man, that cartoon one is good. This one. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That was good. That was another thing. There there was one game i don't remember it was because we we had utah state yeah go to the finals spoiler alert utah state was out in the first round of the real of the real tournament tournament. but we had 
uh, Utah State and North Carolina in the uh, the the Elite Eight. Yeah. And there was a big discussion over because we we were kind of it was two hooved animals. Yeah. Uh, both going head to head with good good things and bad things, but what ended up happening was we looked at the logos for the the school. Yes, that's right, and that was sort of the deciding factor that the Utah State logo, like the the team logo that they would have for merchandise yeah, or like whatever, the drawn was logo. much better than the North Carolina one. Yeah, so we decided that uh, that Utah State advanced. Oh, oh yeah, and uh, we didn't mention our one other secret rule. When it was it where it was applicable, where it was like an absolute like flip a coin toss up between two schools. Yeah, Ty goes to the cat. Ty goes to the cat. Except there was there was one that we had. Yeah, that we were kind of like, I don't think the cat wins. Well, because it wasn't a tie. Uh, yeah, I think it was pretty close though. I know it was close, but I, th- I feel like something put the other one over the edge. I don't remember what it was. So My, uh, hands or a, a tail or something or, or shoes. Or feet. And oh, it was feet. Drew. It was one feet. had shoes and one had actual it was like feet. it was paused. costume yeah. suits. Suit feet. Uh, so you can see the bracket right now on Twitter. Yeah. As of the, I mean, it's hard. After the first round, uh, we were already out most of our teams. Yeah, so it, even it, it turns out good mascots don't correlate to good teams. There was the a lot of four. humans advancing, which yeah. sucks. Uh, but even when even, Way too many even when we got to the round of, like to the thir- to the thirty two to the sixteen, so at the re- at the uh, sweet sixteen, we only had three left. Yeah, uh, we had Villanova, we had Houston, and we had Creighton. Uh, the most unfortunate thing. For uh, for real fans of the tournament and not fans of my tournament, is that VCU in the first round played Oregon? Except for they didn't play Oregon; they had to pull out because of COVID protocols. Oh, so VCU didn't even get to didn't play a play. game. So they had to immediately forfeit. Yikes. Which took out our whole half of our bracket. That's literally us. half a bracket because VCU was in the finals against yeah. Utah State. <laughs> so that's amazing. as of right this second who's left we oh we the only thing we can hope for is that houston goes to the final four because we had v, like if creighton wins then they move on but we had vcu beating them yeah and if villanova goes on we had north carolina beating them and vcu and north carolina are both already out so Houston has to win whoever they're playing in the Sweet 16. Then they have to go to the fi- the Elite Eight. And then if they go to the Final Four, we at least get one out of four. Pretty good. And what is Houston's mascot? Uh, Houston, I believe, was a cougar. The Houston Cougars. It was the one that had the female accompanying That's it. That's right. He had a girlfriend. And, we were, and then there was so many different uniform or like mascots yeah. that we were like... You know, I don't know which one it is, so we just went with that one. Yeah. There to also a uh, small minor side note that doesn't really matter for anything. Uh, there was a couple uh, minor ones that were real animals. Uh, we allowed it in the first round, but after the first round, they you're, were you're out. losing. Yeah. So if there was an animal versus like a non non animal, the animal. I think there was only. A bulldog. A bulldog and, and maybe one And other. a horse? I think a horse. Maybe, or a, a something, a goat? <laughs> yeah. uh, an anteater? No, I uh, don't think it was that. What? <laughs> the, uh... A pangolin. 
Arcan Northern Arkansas State Aardvarks. <laughs> uh, Penguin will be pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyways, check out the bracket. Uh, I yeah. will update it as the tournament goes on. I imagine by the final four, it will be completely redded out because we will have no teams left. <laughs> but I guess yeah. I'm a big Houston fan going forward. The, uh, yeah, the the initial post, my, uh, yeah, would have been uh, March 22nd by you, retweeted by me the next day. Why didn't you do it the same day? Because you were busy? Um, no, because you posted it late at night, and I wanted to post it in the middle of the day the next day, so it got more traffic, just eh. for you. Eh. I, I mean, I you. guess I appreciate it, but also... I mean, don't sound Don't like do me any favors. <laughs> Apparently not. Don't you dare. <laughs> uh, so, uh, speaking of also of mascots, if anyone would like me to release... Um, I've done... Uh, there's a couple tier lists that need to go out. Mm. Uh, one of them is me ranking the mascots for the National Hockey League teams. Yes, that's right. Uh, the other one that has been discussed by Scott and I and is in our private stash somewhere. Yeah. Not to be confused with Van Hammer, because he was major <laughs> He was a major stash, stash please. Um, but in our private stash, which is the official, official, yeah. government-mandated <laughs> uh, list of ranking every large wild cat yeah. in order of greatest to retarded lion. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And this is not something to be, to look at and go like, Oh, like, uh, this is mostly good, but I think this should be here. It's not to be debated or yeah. questioned. It's, it's, it's correct. So you, here's what you do. You look at it and you say, Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I didn't realize that this went here or this was yeah, higher. But this now was I know because I've yeah. been told. We are giving you the proper, real yeah. information. Look at it and this sh- is, shut up. This is the information that the government doesn't want you to have. Exactly. Yeah, we're like we're the Matthew Lescos of big cat <laughs> ranking, and we're going to give you the the inside scoop on on what big cats are better than other big cats, so you can get government grants. Yeah, this is the official. We're both wearing rate. suits covered in question marks right now. Yeah, that, yes, was he that, the Riddler? Uh, it was question marks, not dollar signs, right? He was question marks. Yes. I swear, he was literally just the Riddler. Yes, he but was. but the Riddler who told you how to get government grants, how yeah. to scam the government for free money. Yes, I mean that sounds like the Riddler. I guess the the Riddler was anti-establishment, I, wasn't he? <laughs> Well, right, Bruce... this, Batman. When is socialism not <laughs> communist? <laughs> I mean, Bruce Wayne uh, is the ultimate Republican superhero. Absolutely. So you'd think that rich the... white guy, rich white guy who spends all of his fortune beating up the homeless and mentally ill. <laughs> yeah, that's a Mike Lawrence joke. I believe so. Yeah, a very like a very like astute joke. Yeah. It, it, I feel like if anyone listening doesn't know who Mike Lawrence is, check him out. You should look up his his comedy album from twenty fifteen. Um, maybe, maybe maybe thirteen. Maybe thirteen. Sadamantium. Sadamantium. I'm saying um, I'm going thirteen. What do you think? Check it out. Look it up. A real like a real under underappreciated underrated comedian. Although I feel like he hasn't done a lot lately. He had, he has a second album which was good, not as good as the first. Twenty thirteen. Boom. Boom. He was on at midnight, so yeah, enjoy that. On at midnight, um, but yeah, he—he's yeah, he's got some good some good jokes, real good jokes. Really enjoy his work. If you want to hear about a burlesque clown, 
burlesque clown. You want to learn about uh, him spending a lot of years working at McDonald's. Work, yeah, working how many years at McDonald's? And having somebody crush his life by asking him a silly question. Yep. Uh, but yeah, anyways, Mike Lawrence, check him out. He's funny. Yeah. Um, so, now that we're done, the mascots talk and the plugging comedians we don't even know that we think are funny. Yeah. So w- when can people expect these other tier lists that were NHL mascots and big cats? I can, I will release them as, uh, d- the day after this podcast, April 6th, you say April 6th, I will release my Make a note. NHL mascots and my big cat tier lists. I like it. I will make a note that this is going out. And we will see how you feel. Now, the the same rules apply for the NHL mascots. Uh, they yeah, same rules. The anything that's not an animal is immediately at the bottom in the delete this category. Yep. Uh, then after that, it will be a matter of which ones are cats or cool and which ones <laughs> are lame. So stay tuned for that. All I know is that Nash is S-rank. Nash, who we met in person. Good guy. Good guy. Sweet suit. Yeah. Um, Got to take a picture with him, and I feel like that was more important to you than being at the game. Oh, 100%. You were like, oh, their mascot's probably something cool. I'll go to the hockey game. Yep. As opposed to sit in the car with the window slightly cracked (laughs) outside. Do we? I feel like we didn't even all sit together. I feel like no. you and I sat together, I guess we got tickets, and Joe so. and Steve sat like a row or two behind us. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, well, and like sixth row for fifteen dollars. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, like I mean, this is also a really low percentage because I feel like the fans really love when I talk about hockey on the podcast, especially um, hockey in Tennessee. Especially hockey in Tennessee. I mean, growing up as a Canadian, uh, you you have to at least acknowledge. Hockey as a, the major sport. I refused. Uh, I always refused. I don't. I don't know if that's true. Um, I was, have I was you a baseball boy? Did you ever come watch me play? I feel like maybe you did once. I don't know if I've seen you play hockey. Huh? Maybe it must have been like Dan and Kelly or Chewy and somebody. I mean, I played with Chewy, yeah. but I don't think anybody came and watched us. I'm well, Scott, you're missing out. I'm a goddamn fucking perennial all star. That's that's what I heard. I'm like, uh, I'm I'm one of those guys that puts a lot of pucks in the net, but then is lazy on defense. I heard you were a goon. I mean, I've gotten in fights before. I heard you're a real uh, Liev Schreiber, Sean William Scott could, type. Could you tell me either one of their character names? Uh, Liev and Sean. Done as themselves. You nailed it. <laughs> you nailed it. Uh, also, uh, you know, since everybody loves uh, me talking about hockey and the hockey podcast, uh, I uh, would like to suggest or recommend everybody go watch the Goon movies. They're pretty good. Uh, anyways, so as everybody loves my my hockey talk, where was I going with hockey talk? I feel like just talking about. I don't hockey know. We're going to talk about the Calgary Hitmen. Uh, that'll come up later for sure. There's definitely some minor league hockey conversation coming up. Uh, nope, I feel like I had an important point, and then we got off track, and then... I can't imagine that's true, but... No, I mean, we, we definitely planned all of this confusion, and then I'm going to remember in 30 minutes, but yeah. that's the way that we wrote the script. Yes. Uh, nope, I, uh... It's gone. I'm sure it's gone forever. <laughs> we, we really shouldn't talk over each other when we're trying to come up with ideas, Disagree. But... Okay, I also disagree. <laughs> and I also like when you talk, and then I very quietly whisper into the microphone so only the fans can hear me shitting on you. I can hear because... you. No, you can't. <laughs> you cannot hear me. You are you are a real big dum-dum. Uh, so, uh, speaking of, of hockey talk, 
we are, this is uh, episode number four of the In Your House podcast. Yes, it is. We are at In Your House number four, live from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. A hockey town. Home for the rest of this year of the Winnipeg Jets before they move to Phoenix and become the Phoenix Coyotes to then become the Arizona Coyotes. Because, what, they stopped playing in Phoenix, but... We're still in Arizona. I mean, they've always been in Glendale, so... Oh, they just realized... But I guess they just They realized figured, that Glendale wasn't Phoenix? They just figured that Arizona sounded better than Phoenix, I guess. Couldn't they be the, the Glendale Coyotes of Arizona? <laughs> you know what? I would have appreciated it and respected them a lot more if they did that. Angels style. Uh, this, this is also where the home of the um, a American Hockey League's Manitoba Moose, who were at the time the Vancouver Canucks farm team, uh, mm. that's where they played. And... So yeah, this is the first. This is the first pay per view outside of the U.S. since SummerSlam '92. I suppose it is. Did they do one? Did they do anything in Montreal? No, Montreal's later. Not and, and I Vancouver's guess, later. Is it the first in Canada since WrestleMania six? I would assume so. Yes. Yeah, probably I mean, is. I'll try to look it up, but I make no promises. Or was there something in Hamilton? Did they do something in Cops Coliseum? Oh, yeah, I feel like there right? might have been... Right, I've Cops Coliseum in my head. Uh, well, luckily, there's a Wikipedia page for what it. What now? So Get out of here. We got... Nope, it is number two. It is WrestleMania 6 in Skydome, and then it is In Your House 4 in Winnipeg Arena. There you go. The next one is In Your House 9, a General Motors plays in Vancouver. Hell yeah. And then In Your House 16 in Canada, Airline Saddledome in Calgary. And then, of course, Survivor Series 97, and then there's a bunch after that. What the fuck happened in Cops Coliseum, then? Uh, Cops Coliseum is in your house breakdown in September 98. Oh, eight. 98. Okay. Then Rock Bottom in Vancouver, and then that's when they stopped doing in your houses, and yeah. then it's just big, the, the bigger shows. Okay. I feel like, oh yeah, they did a bunch in Toronto in like two and 19, two and six, three and 16. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. One yeah. of them's an NXT takeover on the Survivor Series weekend. So they did, right. yeah, like, oh, man, they, they've they done way more than I I remember. So, like, Backlash 04 was Edmonton, SummerSlam 04 was Toronto, Unforgiven 06 was Toronto, September, uh, point, Breaking Point 09 was Montreal. Of course. Roadblock 2016 was Roadblock. Toronto. Uh, it was, oh, my God, it was Toronto, but it wasn't even, it wasn't even Rogers. in Air Canada Centre. Oh. It was in, like, the one at the CNE. So, like, a smaller venue. Yikes. For Roadblock. I mean, it's Roadblock. It so, is right? Roadblock. Could I, $100. What's the main event of Roadblock 2016? Drew, I'm going to tell you what the main event of Roadblock 2016 is. Okay. And I'm going to have to uh, work backwards a little bit. So, there was, there was only one world title. It was still unified. The champion was Triple H. I believe it's pronounced Triple H. H. It was Triple H. He didn't wrestle, or did he? Was he in? A, was was the main event a three way? No. I understand. Was the main event a match involving Roman Reigns? No. Was the main event a match involving Dean Ambrose? Correct. Okay. Was it just Dean Ambrose Triple H? Yes. Okay. For the title. Yeah. And then he lost, and then got to have a banger question mark with Brock Lesnar at Mania. Yep. Yeah, this is this is a really shitty show. No wonder they ran it in a smaller venue. 
Yeah. Nothing nothing good. Not even a thing worth mentioning. Is Dean Ambrose Triple H the best match on it? Uh I mean it's What's the, the best match? <sighs> Have I broken you? Scott, I, like <laughs> Sami Zayn Stardust question mark? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like that could be good, but it could also just be nothing. Huh. Le- Lesnar versus Bray and Harper in a handicap match? Wow. Uh, Charlotte Natalia, Revival, Enzo, and Cass, Jericho Swagger, uh, Biggie and Kofi versus Barrett and Sheamus. It might be Charlotte Natalia, and I hate white women. <laughs> white women. Come on. You hate women, Scott. But especially, but especially Lisa. But especially Bot. Uh, yeah, and then they just ran, oh man, five, six more pay-per-views in Toronto, so... But I mean, it's, it's a good cool. market. I mean, it is. Also, it's like very easily accessible from the U.S. It's probably the most accessible, like, major city in Canada. So yeah, it's literally steps away from Michigan. So, yeah. um, anyway, so yeah, so we're we're in Winnipeg Arena. Uh, we to open the show, we get a uh, a video package of Gorilla Monsoon in quote unquote his office, although it looks like the changing room area. Uh, giving us the update on how he is not going to clear Shawn Michaels to wrestle, uh, and how he will make him forfeit the Intercontinental title to Dean Douglas in the middle of the ring later tonight. We, we like he's saying it kind of mean to Shawn. I, well, I guess because they're, they're all legitimately. I guess they're at him. all sort of mad at him. And now yeah. read now reading the story about it. Yeah, and then re like remembering what happens with like this. It really is just punishment. Yeah. Like, it's it's an angry Vince McMahon making Sean look like a bitch in front of the fans. Yeah. But, like, from a kayfabe standpoint, like, Sean's, like, the number one face in the company. And, it, yes. and uh, like, the fans just must be going, like, why is Gorilla being so mean to him? What, what, what did Sean do? Because, yeah, I yeah. guess at the time... The fans don't know that Sean is a piece of shit. Who's just, like, fucked up on drugs an all the absolute, time. Like, junky asshole piece of shit. Yeah. That is that is news to them. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's how we start. We get the opening uh, video, and then now uh, at ringside, we got Jim Ross, we got Vince McMahon, and we've got Jerry Lawler with Ooh. the longest oh mullet I've God. ever seen. I don't remember. We thought him... he was wearing a do rag. Uh, yeah, first I don't of remember all. him having hair like that. It's it's the longest hair I've ever seen him have. The longest hair I've ever seen anyone have. It's crazy. It's like down to his the middle of his back. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking bonkers. No, it's not. Looks, it's not normal, yeah. No, he looks so bad. Yeah, it looks terrible. Like, but with, I guess like, it's ninety. It's ninety five. The so hair like, with the crown looks god awful. Stupid. It looks horrible. But I guess who gives a fuck? There, there is a trend of people dressing like like pieces of shit on the show. So absolutely, Lawler is the least uh, of the <laughs> of the problem. Like, anyways, so uh, opening matchup is uh, our boy Make a Difference Fatu yep. uh, versus Hunter Hurst Helmsley, who I forgot did an accent at this point. Yes, that's post match. He does a very bad. A, but a British accent or he's, just like I guess he's go, he's going for like 
New England rich person. Yeah, it does not. But, come but it's sort like of that. just bad British, like or like or like transatlantic or whatever. But whatever it is, it's just it ends up as bad British. Yeah, it's like it he sounds horrible. He should have just done Thurston Howell the Third. Like that's the rich voice. Yes, lovey. Uh, the first the first thing we notice is. As Lover, I'm going to fuck the pool boy. <laughs> oh, I'm interested. Lover, your your pussy is uh, uh, how do I put it? A trash, and I'm going to fuck the pool boy. I feel like he's bottoming. Scott, I, I feel like I'm nailing this. I, actually, no, I've turned into Robin Leach. I got away from <laughs> you, Thurston Howell. Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, huh. Well, that happens to the best of us. Well, you know, you know what. Work on your Dan- your Danny Glover and work on <laughs> your uh, Th- Thurston Powell the Third. Thurston Howell the Howell the Third. I don't know. It's been years since I've seen that since, show. Since you were watching first run episodes of Gilligan's the, the, Island, <laughs> I, I feel like I watched it a lot when I was like really young. Like you know, it was it would be on television while I was doing something else at my grandparents' house. Or something. Yeah, it, it was in syndication a lot. Do, do, does anyone is there is there someone who's Let's say under the age of forty. Okay, so far that me. still currently watches that show. I watch like, it every day. I fuck you. Okay, l- l- let me tell you about the movie. There's Gilligan, the Skipper Two, a millionaire and his wife, yeah. a movie star, oh. the Professor and Marianne okay. here on Gilligan's Isle. Interesting. Yeah. Continue. That's it. That's it. Who else is there? I don't know. Is it monkeys sometimes. So like wacky tribal people that are only there for one episode. And then yeah. They never where see do again? they go the rest of the series? They get on their boat and they leave. Well, they can hitch a ride. No, 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 no. It's a single person boat. And how can the professor make a goddamn radio out of coconuts and he can't fix a hole in a boat? I mean, the hole's really big, Scott. <laughs> That's a big hole. You know what? I retract my question. Should have just, right. just put uh, the skipper's fat ass in that hole. But <laughs> it clogged up nice. Plug the hole with skipper's fat, fat ass. ass. You skinny fat ass. Skipper and Gilligan were in like a bear twink relationship, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I love, yeah, I love the implication of them being gay, but, like, you couldn't clearly do that. Yeah. So you were just like, well, we'll we'll let the real fans figure that one out. Yeah. Because, you know, we're all that's really... For, that's for true believers. True believers, yes. <laughs> um, so the, the first thing we noticed, as Make a Difference Fat 2 is coming to the ring, he's got his, like, you know, his blue and yellow and black and red like just all the hip, colors hip street clothes on he's wearing a bsk tube. fuck yes that like, rules you you tell him not to yeah 100 percent. you're gonna say like no no no. you guys can't have your cool street yeah crew. you you tell him not to and then undertaker yokozuna comma go and kick your ass the godwins hog of course hog yeah uh, oh no hog oh yeah no, no pig from, yet no pig yeah yeah uh, but yeah, like, what a rad fucking thing. So good. But of course, like, at the time watching it, you're just gonna think it's, like, a toque. It's, yeah. yeah it's just, like, whatever, he's wearing or whatever. A, or a beanie, American uh-huh. listeners. It's a Fuck toque. off, it's a toque. It's T- a- T-O-U-Q-U-E, bitch. Oh, I missed you. Uh, it's a toque, eh? I've, well, actually, I've also seen, like, toque. I've, I've seen, yeah. like, T-O-Q-U-E. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 throw, I put in... As many U's as I can into into words. Two U's. I'll, I'll, I'll spell color with two U's. I don't give a shit. T U O U Q U E U Q U Q. That's the traditional Native Canadian way of pronouncing it. Uh, to Americans 
flip out. <laughs> Americans flip out when they see how we spell check, like a bank yeah, check. Yeah, check, check is one, yeah. They're like, what do you mean there's a Q involved? What are, what are the other things that I hate? Like, okay, do you call it a sweatshirt or a hoodie? Like, that, I mean, if, okay, it's, uh, if it's a pullover with a drawstring and a hood, it's a hoodie. Sure, but do you, you don't just call everything, like, the broad term of a hoodie? I, or do you call it like a sweatshirt or a hoodie? If if it's if it's hooded, I will call it a hoodie. If it's not, I will call it a sweatshirt. Okay. I think I think there's a line of demarcation between them. For fair, me. fair. Yeah. I've def- you like you'll call a hoodie a sweatshirt. Um, I mean, I just use it as a broad term. Like if I was to say I'm cold, I'm gonna grab a hoodie. How about a jumper? I would just put on whatever. You call it, it like, a jumper? Are you British? No, I don't call it a jumper. I'm you not ca- gay. You call it a blouse? Uh, game blouse? No, I'm not. <laughs> um. I yeah no I'll I'll like it doesn't matter if I'm getting an actual hooded hoodie or just like a pullover something yeah it's it's just a broad term for like a sweatshirt type hoodie type sh- thing you put on to get warm how about a term for broads uh broads yeah broad street broad street bully broad street USA <laughs> I don't think it's broad street <laughs> USA. <laughs> From Broad Street, Atlanta, GA. Broad Street, it turned me gay. Um, so Triple H comes out. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Uh, like, to, like, you know, anyone who's seen this era of WWF with his really bad, posh, like, uh, violin and... Like harpsichord. Harpsichord music. Yeah. Which is just sort of like, as a wrestler... That's absolutely what I want to come out to when I have to have a match. Really it's like get fired up to some classical music. Real slow, quiet, peaceful yeah. music. But I said, like, this is the era of the worst music. Because, yeah, it's got some cool music, but it's also got a man who comes out to dentist drilling noises. We got dentist drilling. We backing got na- up garbage truck. Garbage truck. We got nails on chalkboard. Hog noises. Pig and noises. deliverance noises. Uh, a... a- Truck horn, <laughs> a truck horn. I mean, it does have regular. It music goes into or, the blues, but yeah, like the, yeah. the the general like laziness of I don't know what is he? He's a pig farmer. I don't know. It's like pig noises. Oh, and literally toilet noises. Oh yeah, toilet noises. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you get some good, you get some bad. You take them both, and there you have the facts of life. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, as the match starts, and I was like, I, I like not fully looking at the TV, and Scott go, loses his mind and goes, hey, "Go back, go back, go back, go back." <laughs> so I rewind. He goes, "Look at the bottom of the screen." So like the ju- first sign yeah. you see on this paper, just before they're about to tie up, yeah. some guy turns around towards the hard cam <laughs> and like unfolds his sign and holds it up, and it so says, before before it was before it was unfolded, it says hi. Todd. Yeah. However, <laughs> <laughs> he unfolds it, and the top part that was folded over says, "You fucker, you fucker." <laughs> Hi, Todd. <laughs> I, I think this is going to be the start of when we get some good, uh, good signs in the yeah. crowd. Like it's starting to ramp up. Like it doesn't really get like fully signs everywhere until ninety eight. Yeah. But there's there's gonna start being some good ones. Because yeah. like a, this is when everybody's sort of like. I, you know, it's cool to kind of be a dick, a dick or an asshole. Let's just say stuff, and if if they take it away from us, like, oh no, yeah. So what yeah, are you gonna put me in wrestling jail? Yeah, what are they gonna do? S- suck my butt? Uh, 
So, but you don't actually see a lot of fucks on signs. This is a rare. Fuck. Not really. Yeah. Usually, yeah. you'd think they'd be a lot faster on the draw. Of like, they were not fast. when you come in. You're like, let me see your sign because I feel like. I when, think they probably drew it when they were there. Well, we yeah maybe they might have just said hi Todd. I think it was just like hi. hi fucker. Man, it's, it's very possible. Yeah. I guess you could because like I remember we went to Over the Limit in Seattle. Yeah, and it was right after Macho Man had died, and I had my Macho Man sign. Yeah, uh, they definitely made me like unroll it and show them. Yeah, I guess because they were more uh, like aware of being in the PG era. But R.I.P. Macho Man unroll from being gay. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Macho Man, the best best husband anyone could ask for. Uh, he was protective. I'll give him. That. Uh, you know what? If if he was, if you're basing being a good husband just solely just by that metric on being a protective husband, best Macho husband. Man is ten out of ten. Exactly, ten out of ten. Yeah. Uh, Chris Candido, zero out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Here, you want you want to fuck my wife? Give me some drugs. Let's say you fuck my wife. How much would it cost you to fuck my wife? <laughs> you pay me in drugs. Name your price. You can do whatever you want. Name your price in drugs and do whatever Was to that my also Miss Congeniality in ECW? Miss Congeniality, Lita, Lita, was pissed on by every member of the AAA roster. Yeah. Her choice. Yes. She she's a real scream queen for uh, golden showers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice lady, though. I'm sure she is nice. Shout out to Amy. I'm sure that Amy Dumas is nice. Amy Dumbass. Dumbass. You stupid bitch. <laughs> You're as dumb as a dog. Uh, so, Fatu starts out real hot. A lot of fat heat. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean to say that? I read fat and hot. So I was like, yep, fat heat. A lot of fat heat. Um, he did get some fat heat. So what, what I noticed was... As Fatu was doing, like, a bunch of offense, I was like, he's got the line, like, down the middle of his tummy that would divide his abs. Yes. But he's also just fat. Fat. So, like, it's like he's got abs that are so deep that, like, the crease down the middle shows up outside of his gut. Yeah, he has the perfect fat lines to fake abs with. But then, like, I think you were saying, like, he's not that, he's not... He's, he's, yeah, he's, he's not that young. Like, he's not that young. He's, he's done growing. He's an adult man. Yeah. At this point. So there's no reason he should get as like, fat he gains, as he does for Rikishi. He gains a hundred pounds. Easily a hundred pounds. Like, because he doesn't even have that big a butt here. And that was no, like his or thing thighs, as like, Rikishi. Yeah. Was his butt. A big ol' ass. He was a sumo wrestler. They made Stank him ass. a sumo wrestler. So... Yeah, like, there there wasn't, aside from being Samoan, there wasn't really a reason for that to happen. Yeah, it, it, it's weird. It is weird. But Samoans like to get fat. Was he sympathy eating with Yokozuna? I mean, he, that's his bro, so yeah. That's his bro. Yeah, it, it was really, like, I, I said to Scott, how dare you judge him? They haven't invented the uh, daily or hourly shots yeah. that, like, Cody Rhodes or the Usos take nowadays to keep their metabolism, like, on full, yeah. high alert, 24-7. They do not let any fat cells through. Yeah, to keep them from succumbing to Dusty Rhodes or Samoan genetics. Yes. Like, it's not fair. It's 95. They don't invent that until 2008. Yeah. So until then, you're just going to get fat. Yeah. I mean, name name a skinny Samoan. Jamal, damn it. Um, uh, the, like, Samu was, like, the smallest, and he was still fat. He was thick, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you can't. It's you can't. Impossible. It's impossible. No, it doesn't exist. Um, so, uh, at one point, Fatu goes in the corner, uh, does an up and over to the shock of Scott. <laughs> I'm like, Fatu just did an up and over. I'm like, uh, it wasn't good, but it was still Fatu doing an up and over. Still did it. Uh, he, oh, Fatu does the, the awesome. Oh, it was so like, smooth and I would yeah. never do it. It's so scary. Run at the opponent, Triple H sidesteps him and sort of guides him over the top, but he grabs the ropes and puts his head through it and then twists he puts as he his, goes over. He puts his head over the top rope and as he's going down, puts his head on the other side of the middle rope and boom, hangs himself. Twists himself up. Like, yeah. Super smooth. Super and fast. Very fast, very smooth. Like, didn't actually yeah. look like it hurt. I'm sure it does because the pressure of the ropes. I've had, my, I've had my arms caught in the ropes and after a while it definitely hurt. I've... Yes, because I, I, I gave you the Andre the Giant before. That's correct. Yeah, that that is uncomfortable. Yeah, it was. Uh, but it, yeah, it's not like it's going to break your shoulders. You know, no. like it's uh, he. But yeah, he did it so fast and so smooth. It looked it looked incredible. Yeah. Uh, so then uh, you know Triple H gets the beat down on him while he's caught in the ropes. Uh, at some point when Fatu's getting his heat back, he does a running cutter out of the corner. So yeah, a running diamond cutter and like to no heat. No. And it's, like, no one's done that. This no, it's, like, it's literally the first, like, Ace Crusher done in WWE. And, it has to be. And Vince literally has no idea what to call it. Calls so he calls bulldog. it a bulldog. He's, what are you, you going to do? Uh, close enough, you know? Yeah. Like, he's taking a face bump, it's, you're landing on your back It's or some sort of underneath bulldog. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyways, uh, you know, we're, we're waiting for Triple H to hit the pedigree. You know, like, he's going to do it. He does it. Whatever. He does it. He gets the win. Uh, so then after the match is when he does his terrible uh, posh accent Very or whatever bad. the fuck it is with Jerry Lawler, uh, but sneaking up behind them, his big old hog with his slot bucket. Um, but then it's it, it's like, obviously, they want to build the feud. He, but he, he, doesn't, he so could have done it. Yeah, it's like he doesn't even actually try to slop them. No, he could He just wants to scare them. He easily could have. He wants to put the fear of God in them. Yeah. The fear of hog in them. Ah. The fear of his hog. Hog is God spelled backwards. Oh, what <laughs> made you think? <laughs> made that... you think? <laughs> he was dog. If he was, if he was Danny O'Godwin. Denry O'Godwin. Yeah, Denry. But then he's Couldn't not a think hog. of an actual D name. No. Lazy Drew. No, his name is Lazy. Henry, so with a D in front of it, it's Denry. <laughs> D apostrophe. Oh, sorry, he's a black Henry. dude. Okay, yeah, that's a, a, okay. He's you know, a black Drew, hog I, farmer. I apologize. <laughs> I know three different black hog farmers named De Henry, <laughs> and, that, and that means his name is De Hog. <laughs> Like, he's got the hog in his pants. He's a hung pig farmer. Yeah. Yeah. He he teases the pigs with it. Yeah. So, uh, the hog chases uh, Lawler and Hunter around with the slot bucket. Yeah. They run and he celebrates with the crowd. But you're going to have to Very easily could have fucking got them. But you're going to have to wait two months for Triple H to get dirty. Yeah. That match is pretty fun. It's bad, but it's pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, so next we get a backstage promo with the Bulldog and Jim Cornette where they're talking about how he's going to, you know, beat Diesel in front of the Canadian fans and how he's, this is his first ever title match, which, uh, like, I don't believe definitely you. some wrestle lies. It, it, depending on, I mean, look, it is his first singles match for the WWF world title. Mm-hmm. That much is true. But that's not what they said. They said world title match. He's been in several singles matches for the WCW World Title, and he was in the 1992 Royal Rumble, which was for the WWF World Title. He was also in a match and also last, last month show or last show 
where the where the world title was on the like if he had pinned Diesel last show, would he not be the world champion? Correct. Yeah. Correct. So Russell um, I don't know. Uh, next up is the WWF Tag Team Title Match, which is the Smoking Guns, Sans Mustaches, and Sans Long Hair for Billy. Yeah. Uh, versus Razor Ramon and Be Kid. They have uh, reconciled their differences from last show. After and... Razor tried to assassinate well, the Kid I mean, last that's... show. He got in his way. He really did. He really got in his way. He's a little boy. Razor's a big guy. Don't get in his way, little boy. Yeah. Um... So the match is starts out fine. Uh, I personally was uh, very distracted by a couple of big buff men in the front row, ho- opposite hard cam, <laughs> who were obviously having a discussion with guys sitting in the front row yeah. about being in their seats. Yeah. Um, That's what it's very like. distracting for me. Yeah. I don't think I noticed anything that was happening. In Went the on for a while too. Yeah, it was it was it was a solid like couple minutes. Yeah, till they finally sat down in their seats and the other guys had to like move to wherever yeah. they were sitting. I I not to get off topic here, but I remember uh, personally going to a uh, Canadian football league game hey, hey. at BC Place Brag. where the BC Lions were playing the Toronto Argonauts. And we were sitting in the end zone in the lower bowl, right, like, you know, on the section that's closest to the field. Yeah. And, you know, it was maybe the second half, like halfway through the second, or sorry, second quarter, maybe like halfway through the second quarter. And we realized that like the three rows in front of us were empty. Like nobody had shown up. Yeah. There was nobody in those seats. So we just decided like, fuck it, let's just go and sit closer because there's nobody here. So we move the three rows down, and the usher lady comes and is like, no, sorry, you have to go back to your seats. We're like, why? Fuck off. We're like, literally nobody's sitting here. And she goes, no, back to your seats. So we're like, fuck, fine, whatever. So we go back up to our seats. So you killed her? Uh, It would have been a hate crime because she wasn't a white. Um, Hashtag stop Asian hate? Not an Asian. A lot lot tanner skin. Well, what continent, if not Asia, then? Africa? Possibly. Interesting. Uh, North or middle? Oh, uh, middle. Oh, like, we're talking Chad? We're talking DRC? Niger? The the Gambia? Uh, Cote d'Ivoire? Ooh. Uh, Anyway, so we... Uh, when we noticed her leave to go back up to do whatever the hell she had to do, we just went back down to the seats. We yeah. watched the rest of the second half quarter <laughs> to halftime. Yeah. Then at halftime, uh, my friend who I was with went to get a beer. And when he came back, she like followed him down the stairs. So I don't know if she was Bitch. coming back to that section or she just saw him. Came back and made us go back to our seats again. And then just stood with her back to the game, up against the railing, just watching us. Doing the, the Lord's game. work. Doing the important work. And we're like, what a bitch! Nobody's sitting no there. No one's and here. And it's like, did she think we were going to jump on the field or something? Yeah. Like, You think we are going to go try to uh, hug Casey Printers? You know what, Scott? That was an amazing reference. Thank a you. A little early, maybe. <sighs> it might have still been Dave Dickinson. Okay. Um, noted CFL Hall of Famer, Dave Dickinson. These are the references that people listen These to. These are what people want. Yeah, they they definitely... I mean, if anybody knows NFL, uh, both of them had very small 
yeah. uh, stints in the NFL, uh, not like you would know. And if anyone wants to know uh, how much money there is in the CFL... Any, anyone knows wants to know. Uh, when Casey Printers won MVP of the league, the best player in the Canadian Football League, he made $60,000 that year. As the best player <laughs> yes so think That's about what all fact. of the bad think of players yeah. make. <laughs> uh case bridges was on the 2006 kansas city chiefs uh squad Pre- there you go regular squad not practice oh, re- okay regular squad yeah he, he was play no no he, he must have been their third stringer i guess i think he was third string. or special teams perhaps i think i think it's third string uh, and did not play a game uh he played in the preseason and apparently was bad ah and then the end. <laughs> the, that's the end of his career. Then he came back to uh, Hamilton and then back to BC. Anyways, yeah. enough about the CFL because CFL's for losers. Three downs. Get out of here. Three downs and, like, it's just huck em, chuck em football. It's yeah. not anything else. Yeah, as I, we were talking about it on Drunken Peasants last week. And I was like, yeah, three downs is bad. And then and then Ben pointed out, yeah, and the quarterbacks are bad. <laughs> so it's all passing with and bad the, quarterbacks. And the defense is bad. <laughs> yeah. That's why the scores are <laughs> stupid. Yeah, every CFL game is like 94 to 60. <laughs> I was going to say 98 to 60. Hey. Pretty close. We've been watching a lot of games. We're, <laughs> we're real big CFL We watch fans. every CFL game. We're CFL nuts. Yeah. I like the Rough Riders, but also the Rough Riders. Mm, I'm a big fan of both Rough Riders. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, back to, back to the WWF uh, in your house. So, at some point, while I believe Bart is getting offense on Kid, uh, <laughs> is it JR who says it? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, no. It's, it's Lawler. It's Lawler. Um, yeah, so Bart shoves down Razor, and uh, then Jerry Lawler says, oh, he shoves him down as easily as he shoved down the Kid. And uh, then Vince says, uh, actually, that was uh, Billy King, but uh, gl- glad you're keeping on top of things, you <laughs> fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, that was pretty good i do i do enjoy vince like breaking character yeah me, mean sarcastic vince i'm into it yeah uh then then uh, there, at a certain point there uh, i think it might have been right after that where jr says that uh both gun brothers oh my god <laughs> got, got scholarships to, to sam, to houston, sam houston university oh yeah on rodeo scholarships the fuck out of here <laughs> that was really funny that was like i love living the gimmick of like no no no. like they're real cowboys like they they went to university to do rodeo to be cowboys <laughs> to be bull riders yeah to, <laughs> now i have very I will have very different feelings on that line depending on the context. If Vince wrote that for JR to say, I hate it. Yeah. If it was JR fucking around, love it. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, free freelancing JR is very funny. <laughs> Vince McMahon, not funny. Free balling JR, even funnier. Oh, uh, yeah, I bet you those are some saggy, stanky balls. Uh, oh, JR, I guarantee you, JR has the longest balls you've ever seen. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so, like, this is sort of a recurring theme. Every in your house we've seen, uh, Bart takes an awesome through the ropes to the floor bump. Yeah, I feel like he takes it every match, and it's great. Yeah, like a real hard fall to the floor. Um, and then one, two, three, kid goes out and beats his ass. Yeah, uh, while Razor's distracted or whatever. Uh, we get a picture, a picture of, or no, we just cut to the back of. Dean Douglas watching the television because yeah. he's going to be 
crowned the new Intercontinental Champion, but he's also going to be wrestling Razor for the Intercontinental title later in the night. Yeah. Which, to me, seems ridiculous. <laughs> Number one, why don't you just make the match for the title? For the vacant why title. Why do you give it to Douglas and then say you have to defend it against the guy who's already wrestled tonight? Yeah. Especially considering Gorilla Monsoon, face. Yeah. Razor Ramon, face. face. Dean Douglas, heel. Yeah. <laughs> so you're going to give let's the benefit cater, to, let's cater the heel. to the heel. Yeah, that seems a little ridiculous. Yeah. And also, is it so that you can say Dean Douglas was the like shortest reigning IC champion of all time or something? Maybe, which could play into the aftermath. Possibly. Possibly. Um, so, yeah, we come back to the ring. Uh, the... Oh, yeah. There, well, at some point, I guess, I guess it's a move that the guns must do. But I guess, but who watches I, enough smoking guns to actually matches? know that? Uh, Bart, no does, one, no one could ever tell. Bart does a right-sided suplex. Great start. While Billy tries to uh, presumably do a drop kick, and then he hits the suplex. Yeah. Except Billy, I don't know, like he jumped high enough, but his feet. But, weren't he, in the but right like place. only one leg worked. Yeah. So it was like a f- single-footed drop kick into a suplex. Yeah. Yeah, it was... A very odd double team. It was weird. I, I feel like I can safely say I have never seen a combo right-side suplex one-footed drop no. before. That is the one and only time you will see it. Uh, so, so, that yeah, then uh, there's more offense. Uh, Kid and Razor sort of get their heat back. There's a really big... Uh, crowd bites on a really big 1-2-3-Kid uh, Yeah, because, like, both... I think Bart and Kid were kind of out, and Bart was draped over Kid... And then, but like the partners were distracting the ref, and then the ref was dealing with Billy, and then Razor came in and flipped him over with Kid on top of Bart now. Yeah. And ref comes back, makes the count. Crowd absolutely oh, thought that was the ate finish. Ate it up. Yeah, they yeah. thought it was the finish 100%. Uh, so after, after that near fall, Kid finally gets the hot tag. Razor comes in with the absolute, like, greatest, absolute number one greatest, like, slap punch hot comeback yeah, of all time. Thro- thrown like kind of kind of an almost sidearm punch, but ends in a slap, not a fist. And like you can audibly hear that they are slaps. Oh he's getting like they don't look like punches with noise. Yeah. It, you can see his hand is open. His hand opens, yeah. yeah. Like closes the hand to throw the strike, but then yeah. when he gets to them, opens his hand. <laughs> yeah. Well it's for wind resistance. Because that because uh, if your if your hand's open the whole swing it acts as a sail and slows catches it down. The wind. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he, he hits, I don't know, six or seven of them, and they are awesome. Yeah. Like, such great strikes. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, <laughs> so, Razor hits the Razor's Edge on Billy. Yeah. And he's going for the pin. He could just fucking Could pin just him. win the tag titles. But yeah. Wonder Dude Kid on the outside is like, like, come on, friend, you gotta trust me. Like, I'm your bro. You gotta, tag like, me tag me in. Like, let me redeem myself with you by, by taking the pinfall from you yeah, after you just hit your finisher. Yeah, after you had it all handled nicely. You were gonna win this match, but let me prove to you that I can pin the guy that you just after beat. After you did the work. <laughs> uh, so Razor, I guess, is a good friend. Absolutely. Wants Great to be, friend. Wants to be a cool guy, wants to mend the fences. If anything, too good a friend. Tags in one, two, three, kid who immediately gets crucifix pinned for the loss. Yeah, and like so, and kid's plan like he didn't want to like put a put a button on and then like hit another move. Yeah, he didn't want to hit his own move and pin him. He just lay on him after Razor and, did the and move. like lay on him 
in the perfect position to get crucified. To be crucifixed. Like, yes. not face down. He, like, I'm going to put my back here. I'm going to lie on him and put my arms out. I'm going to put one arm around his head. Yeah. I'm going to put one arm between his legs. And, and then, oh no! Uh, so, yeah. Kid gets pinned immediately. Yeah. Razor is super pissed on the apron. As he should be. Uh, then they, they get. They get, everybody's in the ring. The guns are s- celebrating, and then a sad butt baby one two kid tries to like steal the titles and get some revenge on the guns. Yeah, and Razor like you know stops them, grabs the belts, uh, tells them like yeah, get the fuck out of here. You're like you lost, bitch. Gives the titles back to the guns. Gives them like a oh yeah, I almost got you, but my partner's retarded. <laughs> and then they then they leave. Yeah. Uh, Razor leaves, and then one, two, three, kid kicks both of the guns' asses. Yes, yes. Uh, but then, da- then Daddy Razor comes back. Hey, hey, hey! All right, stop it. Time to yeah. go. Uh, so then we cut to the back. We get handsome Doc Hawkins merch. Yep. Uh, it is cardboard cutouts of Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. The Shawn Michaels one is for the ladies, and the Bret Hart one is for kids. Because uh, if you ask Shawn Michaels, that only ladies are into him. Yeah. It's definitely not only gay men. Like, I'm doing play girl, girls in the title, so women are going to look at it. Yeah. Drew, it's called play girl. It's not called play gay guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody like pointed that out to him at like wait, like years later, and he definitely felt like stupid about it. <laughs> I feel like there was some kind of like Kevin Nash thing or something like Love it. way later that he was just sort of like... You're dumb. I mean, <laughs> like, it's a good picture. It's a, it's a great picture that has been recreated way too many times yeah, it's an, by way too many yard tards, absolutely including classic. Kelly Summers. Including a number of people we know. Yeah. Uh, so next up, we get the returning to the company, uh, Marty Jannetty. Yes. Uh, noted uh, cool father and also noted murderer, question mark? <laughs> noted murderer, but no one cares. But no one cares because it's Marty Jannetty and yeah. also everyone murders all the time. Yeah. Uh, so we get Marty against the pa- pay-per-view debut pay-per-view. of Goldust. Um, so I, like I said to Scott, like, you know, a hundred percent, all of this is just punishment to Dustin for being Dusty's son. Yes. Like your dad is the booker of the opposite company. When he was here, he was just like, I don't, I don't think he was ungrateful, but they just like, I feel like Dusty knew he was better than what he was doing. And they just constantly were like fucking trying to shove him back down the mid card. They were yeah. like, put, stop trying to get over. Put your you are a lower mid card guy. Put your goddamn polka dots you on. Stupid black loving motherfucker. <laughs> uh, there is, <laughs> there was a funny moment. Cause like the crowd was like really, I guess creeped out by gold dust. Yeah. So at one point there was definitely a subtle, implication by Jim Ross that there are no gays in Oklahoma. Yeah, I've never seen something like that in Oklahoma. You'll never see anything like that in Oklahoma. <laughs> and if they do, you're going to have to bury my ass we will... 10 feet down so I don't come back up and give them some street justice. And drag them behind a car. Um, the old uh, the old fag drag. <laughs> the, um... Uh, yeah, and this, uh, Goldust's first gear, not flattering. It's awful. It's really awful. It's too light. It's real pale, pale gold, which definitely shows off his rolls, yeah. his fatness. Like, unless you are in perfect shape, you cannot wear a light-colored bodysuit. Yeah, or, or like, I mean, I'm, it's fine for, like, women. Sure. Right? Like, it's a good look. Or if you're tanned. Yeah. Like, if you're dark. But, yeah, like, a, a skinny, 
skinny fat white guy. Not good. Uh, with blonde hair and a painted face, it yeah. looks it looks real bad. The more he, the more black that gets yeah. added to the gear, the better. The, it looks. the more black and the darker, more metallic-y look of the gold. Yeah, the gold gets definitely too, better. This, it, yeah, even the gold is very light. Yeah, and this is just like light gold and basically white and white or yeah. cream. Cream, mmm, cream, mm. coconut. Uh, th- yeah, there's a, there's an excellent inside out, like Rikishi style cell pre Rikishi on the floor yeah. by Goldust. But also Rikishi also did that cell. He also did <laughs> and there's also another one by Marty later in this match. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> then there was some reference, I guess, because obviously Goldust is a movie maker, uh, which you think about it is a really funny, subtle jab at like liberal Hollywood Hollywood's of them gay. all being gay. Hollywood's all gay. Uh, I think they're talking about Walk of Fame. They were, yeah, they were talking about Walk of Fame and stuff, yeah. yeah. And yeah. so, JR made reference to, uh, like, you know, he's the, he, like, he's super popular there, like, Monty Hall's from Canada. The number one celebrity, the number one Canadian celebrity JR could name was Monty Hall. Monty I, Hall. I enjoyed that. That was pretty funny. Very silly by Jim. Uh, I don't know why, but I wrote, I wrote the note that Winnipeg hates fags. <laughs> oh, Winnipeg are members of the Westboro Baptist Church, I guess? I guess so. Uh, oh, there was an excellent uh, gold dust in the ring, Marty on the apron. Oh, yeah. Marty blocks a couple shots and gives him a snapmare over <laughs> the top rope. <laughs> and Dustin, like, gold dust, like, smacks the apron and hits the floor. Yeah. It was excellent. It was good. Um... Then, then there was a really funny, like, Marty picks him up to run, ram headfirst into the ring post, uh, but Goldust <laughs> shoves him. Marty's way too far from the post and, like, launches himself. Yeah, for it. for the shove that Goldust gave him from that distance, it didn't warrant what Marty did, yes. but I'm glad he did it. Yeah, he did a big he, jump he, off his feet, yeah. hit the post, and then land on his back. I used to do that spot a lot. Yes, you did. But I also used to hurt my elbow a lot doing it, so yes. I stopped doing it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyways, then there, so there was a, uh, so Marty hits his finish in the ring. Hits the rocker hits dropper. Hits the rocker dropper. That's the finish. Except for. But doesn't go for a pin. Goes to the top. He goes up top for something. So yeah. at first we're like, oh, he's going to do a splash. Go Goldust will move because there's no way Goldust is losing. Yeah. It's his first match. And even though Marty's returned, it, it's pushing Goldust. I love, I love they legitimately mentioned like Marty, like great wrestler, multiple time tag team champion, and would probably be even better if not for his personal demons. So I'm like, oh, they're just openly saying, even in kayfabe, that he is a junkie. Yes. Uh, and also, uh, fuck Lindy McMahon. Um, yes. So he lands on his feet, and Dustin sort of like, or Goldust kind of like rolls. He rolls onto his hands and knees, and then and, Marty just gives him an elbow. But, but there's like a 1-1,000, oh, yeah. 2-1,000. Awkward pause. Big elbow drop for Marty. Yeah. So we're like, oh, that was kind of weird. weird. So then Marty hits like a scoop slam, or no, he another snapmare. Yeah. Gets Goldust back in the exact same position. Goes to the top again. Then does the most weird and awkward way of getting to the top rope. Yeah, he puts his back he's... to the... The yeah. rope steps through his leg onto the bottom rope, then steps through with his other leg, going like backwards out of the ring. Yeah, like his, bo- his body's rope. out of the ring, but his leg is on on the inside bottom yeah. rope. It was real weird. It was complicated. Um, so he goes back up top, and then we realize, oh, this is what was supposed to happen the first time. Goldust fucked up. Dustin did not put his foot up. So the yeah, first Marty time. jumps for like. Diving axe handle, accident, whatever. whatever. Goldust puts his foot up. Marty does an awesome sell off the foot. Very good. Yeah. Like a real good bump, real real quick bump. Uh then Goldust pick, 
picks him up, does the gourd buster for his finish. Yeah, because I'm thinking, did he do the curtain call yet? And I didn't think he did. I feel like that come came a little later, maybe in early 96. But I'm like, what did he do originally as his finisher? And yeah, it turns out it's the gourd buster, which is the exact inverse of the curtain call. Yep. It's a front curtain call. Yep, absolutely. So, so he, he likes doing that motion. It's just a matter of which way, the, if, if the guy is facing <laughs> up or down. Yeah. He didn't know if he was a top or a bottom yet, is the problem. <laughs> that You know what? He's a new character. He's got to figure that out. He's only, finding himself. And there's only one way to figure it out. When yeah. my dad wanted me to stop smoking cigarettes, he made me smoke the whole pack. <laughs> um, my a, dad found out I was gay. He made me... <laughs> made you smoke the whole pack? Yeah. His whole pack? Um... <laughs> We we were saying we were watching this match like the match was really good like it was maybe a spoiler li- it's the best match maybe the a little bit too long yeah and there was some sloppy moments to it but some real but good like stuff. as far as in ring work like it was really good yeah like both of them bumped really well they took they did a lot of cool like interesting spots there was a good like uh, there was a good like no hands Rana by Marty yep. there was like a good uh, fake like you're gonna do the leapfrog and then when D- Goldust lands just pop him in the face yep. Like yeah, it was it was really solid and yeah, like Scott said, it's it is the best match on the show. Yeah, it's the only good match. It on kind of, it's it's not a good show. Yeah, the um, yeah, and like if both guys had like kept their shit together, they both could have had like a very good nineteen nineties. Well, but uh, good news, Scott. They don't. What you gonna do? Uh, so now we're in the back. We got the superstar hotline. It's the guns on one this camera, picture in picture. It's the guns on one. It's the one of the kid being sad on the other one. Although he's not really that sad, considering he just lost a match that he should have won, and now his friends mad at him. Yes. Uh, uh, so then we get a review, like a promo package of Raw two weeks ago with. Undertaker getting his face crushed in by the fatties. Yeah. Of Yoko and Mabel just like constantly dropping leg drops on his face. Yes. Getting Phantom of uh, the Opera. Uh, which is I don't like take the Taker Taker had an injury right. I think, but I'm not positive. No. I, I think he did. Yeah, I, I think, think he did. did. But it, it this is of course in in rest, wrestling mythology. This is when original Undertaker died and they replaced him with another guy who was mark calloway yeah who was the undertaker from here on out two yes. different guys much like the ultimate warrior yes uh so th- it was really vague as to how we got to the next match i have no idea because like they're both in theory still here two weeks ago they both just beat up the undertaker they crushed together the man's skull and now they're fighting and now they don't like each other yeah so it, it was real weird so king mabel versus yokozuna battle of the fatties what we had said is the fattest match in WWF history. Yeah, I think it's like it's the probably most, the, the highest combined weight in a singles match yeah. in WWF I, history. I think there's no other option. Like, I don't know what else it could be. How heavy was El Gigante? I mean, heavy, but he wasn't 500 pounds. Yeah, uh, and like, yeah, even Undertaker's not that heavy. So yeah, there's yeah. It's, there's not really a lot. Like, was there a Bastion Booger versus? Uh, Mantar, but that's Mantar's that, not. That's yeah. not even close no. between these. So days. the only other thing could be like if there was something with giant haystacks or something. And in Andre the 70s in the seventies, yeah, yeah, whatever. Which we'll never know because we're not going to look it up because this is the fattest up. match ever. Yeah. So uh, Mabel, just looking at it, it has to be the fattest and match. the stinkiest. <laughs> uh, so Mabel comes out on his throne being carried. 
Yes. So he's walking to the ring. Which and I so- feel bad for those four oh, guys. I know. But, like, if you think about it, those guys are all, like, well into their 200 pounds. They, they, they were all big, strong They're boys. all big hosses, and even if Mabel's, like, 550, yeah. they're, you know, the weight is evenly distributed. It would still yeah. suck. Yeah, but at least you've it's each not... got kind of one twenty. Because there was six dudes. Uh, four. Four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's it's hard, but it's not like yeah. My back. But you is know what's breaking. making it harder? Him dancing. <laughs> Mabel was juking and jiving. <laughs> he was he was doing the blitzkrieg bop. Yeah, but more importantly, who was one of the big strong boys carrying? One of the big strong boys was a baby faced. Yeah. Like maybe I bet you he was like twenty. Probably because he was even because he's, he's not even old now. He, well, no, he and he was quite young four years later in ECW. Uh, yeah, I mean, he was in his early to mid twenties in ECW. He's, tw- he's twenty. Yeah, he's just turned twenty. Yeah, uh, that would be ba- little baby, little baby Rhino, little baby Rhino, baby Rhino is the front and center carrying him. Uh, he works in dark matches and squash matches around that time uh, in WWF, and then just kind of like did other stuff in Canada until he did ECW. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was like, we, like, we had to pause it and we're like, wait, what? Is that Rhino? That's Rhino. Yeah, that was a good eye by you. I, I think I would have missed it. Yeah, well, I got good eyes. I got good eyes for Rhino. He's, he's my guy. You only have eyes for Rhino? I'm a big Rhino man. I only have also, eyes Also, do you appreciate that Rhino? I spelled it the ECW way and not the WWF way? My fucking man. Um, so, although the WWF way is cooler. It is cooler, because it's not how you But there's no Z's on it, so... <laughs> Rhino. If, if they could have fit in a Z, they would have. <laughs> or multiple Zs. Yeah. Uh, or X's. Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Uh, so, yeah, like we had said, it was really weird booking heel versus heel yeah. after they killed Undertaker. Um, but Yoko got like a weird face pop when he came out. Because he's not as much of a heel. Yeah, and I guess he is. he's the better worker. Yeah. So they're like, oh, here's a fat piece of shit and a fat piece of shit. <laughs> but this guy's like a moderately okay worker. Yeah. He did look like he lost some tit weight, though. His titties look smaller than the yeah. last show. He, he, he wasn't... He wasn't quite part of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee, but no, his no, titties no. were much smaller. Yeah, no, so he's definitely slimmed down Don't get a me little. wrong, he's still in the 600s of pounds. Yeah. <laughs> but he's closer to 6 now than closer he was to, yeah. last time. Closer to 6 than 7. Yeah. I'll give him that. Uh, I had, Mabel had maybe some of the worst hair. Horrible. It, it was, was this. It was a flat, greasy mohawk. Yeah, it was the hair he usually has, but it was like greased down to both sides. Like it was split down the middle. Hated it. And just like... Pressed. It, was awful. it looked horrible. Truly awful. Uh, one note I forgot to mention here was Scott had made the question of if he's Sermo, why does he have a crown? Yeah, knights don't get crowns. Yeah, he's not royalty. Yeah, he's Mabel's bitch. He's and in the Washington. He's, he's an OBE. He's in the Order of the British Empire. Yeah, he do, yeah. They he don't get, get crowns. crowns. There's only one crown. You get like a a, a, a cool pin or something. Yeah. Maybe you get to carry a sword. Maybe sometimes. a scepter. Yeah, maybe maybe a scepter. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Bad booking all around. Yeah. Uh, I had asked the question, since Mabel doesn't wrestle with a shirt off until he's Big Daddy V in ECW, has he had the mean moons and the mean suns on his tits this whole time? And that's a question we will never know. No, because he never uncovered until he, much later in life. Until but. he weighs 750. <laughs> I think I think those sick titty tattoos were always there and we never got to know. I, I hope. I really, really hope. That yeah. He was keeping them to himself. It was a, it was a personal private thing. Yeah. And then he's like, you know what? I'm ready to show everyone my huge tits, my huge tits with a with mean tattoos moon and a mean sun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as anyone could guess, uh, this match was awful. <laughs> it wasn't good. There was a really funny 
Uh, oh my y- God. Yoko was bent over sort of like a little bit more than halfway. Yeah. Mabel hits the ropes, goes for a bulldog, and Yoko just kind of decides he doesn't want to take <laughs> Ma- the bump. Mabel does all of a bulldog. Yeah. <laughs> Mabel does the full butt bump, the full run, and Yoko just sort of decides like, nah, I'm tired. But he still decides and then to after everything fall is over, through the ropes to the floor. The yeah. So, and then I guess Vince was like, ah, oh, he, he clapped him. No, yeah, nobody knew what to make yeah. of it. So... Uh, Mabel goes out of the ring. He ends up chasing down Mr. Fuji and knocks down Mr. Fuji. Then there's like a weird spot where like, I don't, Mabel bumps into Yoko as Yoko is like getting up. Yeah. And and Yoko crushes Jim Cornette. And and Yoko like trips over Jim Cornette who's been knocked down and just like crushes his legs. (laughs) And then they get double counted out because how else do you book two big fat pieces of shit? So, yeah, yeah, double count finish. But then post-match... They hug. (laughs) Yeah, like, they get back in the ring and we're like, oh, was it not supposed to be a double count-out? Are they supposed to, like, finish the match? Yeah. But, like, no, they, like, hug, raise each other's arms, and then they move on. We're the fattest guys in the company. We only hated each other for the bad five minutes of this match. We're friends again. Uh, so, So, next up, we got Grill Monster in the ring... We get Shane Douglas coming down. Dean Douglas. Dean Douglas. Uh, then we get uh, noted sad faggot, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> he was a real ass. Like, SF. real sad. Like, you can tell he's, like... Legit. He's pouty. Like a he little... Shoot a little bitch. Yeah. And, like, his face is still fucked. Like, his eyes completely bloodshot on one side. They're bruised. Yeah, he's got two, He's walking funny. Two black eyes. So... Uh, this is obviously Sean coming down to forfeit the title. Yeah. Um, so Vince, like at some point on commentary, made a reference to he's still suffering from post-concussion syndrome, which is really weird for Vince to admit on commentary in 95, but let alone in general. That they knew what concussions Yeah, the, the thing that they denied happened for all of the Attitude Era. Yeah, And most of the Ruthless Aggression Era. Yep. Um, so this, of course, What is... gay names for eras. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That is embarrassing. Well, one of them's John Cena, and the other one's dudes with attitudes. Dudes with attitudes. <laughs> so, of course, this is this is the infamous uh, Sean getting in a bar fight with eight Marines unprovoked. Yeah. Uh, that, of course, if you watched wrestling at the time, you had heard that story. Yeah. Um, however, obviously, there's more to that story. So, I, I looked up the official like report on the thing on the, the incident. Yeah. The I guess the, the the sort of the long of the short end of this story. So, Sean was out after a house show in Syracuse yep. with uh, after watching you, it, what, after watching an Orange Men college, college basketball game or a Syracuse Crunch game. Of course, uh, minor league hockey. Go to uh, so yeah, uh, sorry, Bing, Binghamton, New York. I lied, not Syracuse, Binghamton. I always thought it was Syracuse myself. It says Binghamton, so... Close enough. Whatever. So, yeah. Upstate. Uh, uh, Sean, uh, 123 Kid, and Davy Boy after the show. So, they, it was a split crew. So, half the crew was in Europe doing a tour, and half was in the Northeast doing a tour. So, Razor, Diesel, Hunter, like the rest of the clique, weren't around. Yeah. And I would assume, because, like, Diesel... You know, because, like, Nash never really did drugs... And uh-huh. Hunter never did drugs. And Razor never... I don't, did, Razor did. didn't really do drugs, but he just was a hard alcoholic. Yeah. So, I, I, he probably, maybe a little he bit, but, like, I don't think he's really drugs. known for He's drugs. not known for being a junkie. Yeah. He's known for being an alcoholic. So, of course, with, like, his uh, his supervisors out of town, 
Uh, Sean yeah. goes out with the other two pieces of shit who are drugged up. Um, <laughs> yeah, they are. So they that's, go, a, that's, a, that's a bad crew. That Sean's is a real... Right like, if, if you're going to choose a a Mount Rushmore of doing <laughs> drugs while being an active wrestler, it is absolutely these three. And the fourth spot could be debated on for other people. Jake Roberts. Yeah, I mean, Jake, Jake Roberts is definitely in there. I'm sure that, like... Sandman. Sandman, Chris Candido. Yeah. Uh, some you know definitely some coked up dudes in the eighties. I mean, almost everyone in the eighties. Yeah, I mean, almost if everybody. We're being um, Hogan, Macho Man, like even like main eventers. Now. Main like, eventers. fucking Piper. Roddy fucking Piper. Uh, so they you know post show they want to get fucked up because they're in like a bum fuck you know like Binghamton, yeah. New York. What the what fuck else are you gonna do? do in Binghamton? So the three of them go to some bar and they like you know they they try to catch up real fucking fast. Yeah. So they just start drinking like mad fucking assholes and they're doing somas and just popping pills. And Sean of course wants to get his dick greasy. Yeah. So he finds some like young girl on the dance floor that he sort of eyes. Uh, some soldier, uh, some like marine, or I don't think he was. I don't think it's a marine. Yeah, I don't think it's, they say marine. It's they, someone. In, it's in the. They're in the armed forces. Uh, an armed forces member, a yeah. soldier, uh, who I guess knows the girl and used to date her. Didn't like all these fake tough guys, wrestlers. Like you know, they they were cock of the walk, with like their, treating the ball with their show muscles, treating the club like they're it's their fucking you know yeah. their personal fuck palace. Mm. Um, so this guy goes up to Sean, tells him like you know fucking leave her alone. Stay away. Sean ignores him. Yeah, don't know if you know this, but uh, Sean doesn't like being told what to do. I mean, also at this point, apparently, like, all three of them were just completely fucked. Yeah. Like, couldn't even make a decision if they they are (laughs) life dependent on it. So, he still pursues this girl. Anyways, the bouncer sort of sees that something's going down. Yeah. Decides that he needs to get these guys out of here before something goes down. So, he kind of gets somebody to take them back to the hotel. But before they can get it, like, you know, before they can leave... This soldier and a couple of his buddies get out in the parking lot first and wait for them. Uh, then one, once the, you know, once... Oh, good. You can count. And you can count on me waiting for you in the parking lot. Excuse me, I believe that jacket belongs to Mr. Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> the most insane fake running I've ever seen. Love him. Love Happy Gilmore. Uh, so, yeah. So R.I.P. Jaws. All three of them get in, the, get in this vehicle, but I guess the these soldier guys know the person that's going to drive them to the hotel. They're like a conversation. And then, uh, so what, what the, uh, I guess the official story is, is that Bulldog was actually the one who started it. Yeah. He took a shot at one of the guys and that sort of started the whole thing. They ended up dragging Sean out of the car and Sean takes like a really lame ass workers punch at <laughs> yeah. the guy. Uh, which great turns out Sean bad at fighting <laughs> turns out wrestling not real yeah so of course now Waltman and Bulldog are still in the vehicle and they're in the backseat of a two-door car in the backseat of a two-door car and these other two guys are sort of like trying to keep them in the car while the guy the main soldier guy just like beats the shit out of Sean like slams his head in the car yeah, drags door. him over to another car like slams him into the car Damn. slams the car door on his head I've always wanted starts to do kicking that kicking him in the head while he's down and shit just like beats the shit out of him yeah eventually Waltman and Bulldog get out of the car <laughs> Waltman throws like worked karate kicks at these guys and it's then, what he knows and then just gets it's like one instinct. punch like just gets punched by those by one one guy and he's completely Done. out of commission yeah Bulldog eventually gets this guy off Sean but the 
other two dudes get Bulldog off of him. Yeah. Eventually, the person runs back in the bar, tells the bouncers. The bouncers all come out. They break everything up. They they call an ambulance and get them get the wrestlers back to their hotel where the ambulance meets them. Takes them to the emergency room and whatever. Like a Bulldog has to get. Uh, like some stitches, stitches on his face, some stitches yeah. on his hand. Waltman is perfectly it's fine because fine. Yep. <laughs> he did nothing. Uh, and he knows karate. And he knows karate. Uh, I believe Sean had a torn eyelid. I don't like the sound of that, by the way. Torn eyelid? Yeah, that sounds like, I bad. hope it was like just cut and cut. not like ripped. Because that's Christ. gross. Yeah. Uh, he had minor lacerations to his face. He had two black eyes and he was bleeding from his ears because his, his earrings, earrings had been torn out. out. Yep. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, black, uh, uh, Bulldog had like a, like a bloodshot black eye and that was it. So apparently after all this, when the rest of the clique found out, like, uh, uh, Hall and Nash and Hunter, yeah. they were like fucking pissed at Bulldog and Waltman for not protecting Didn't Sean. Didn't get their, got their boy into yeah. this. But both of them like pleaded like, you know, look, we were all fucked up. We were just as None fucked up as him. Anything. Like, what were we supposed to do? Which yeah. I guess the answer is, I don't know, don't get fucked don't up when there's that. only three of you and want to use a hothead. Um, and I guess Vince was also really fucking pissed off at, at Sean for like, you know, he just had enough of Sean doing all this shit. Yeah. But at the same time, Sean's like, you're one of your biggest stars. Yeah. So... He's their hottest rising face. He's their hottest baby face. Yeah. So what ends up happening is uh, Sean obviously takes some time off. They make up a fabricated story about eight Marines jumping jumping him him with no provocation. Uh, Sean tries to sue the guy, but the guy gets a really good lawyer. And he's like, hey, you can sue me, but... uh... I'm going to demand all your medical records and expose how many steroids you're doing and fuck your whole company up again. Which so Vince maybe... decides, hmm, I don't think I want to go through this again. Maybe don't. It sucked last time and I almost went to jail. <laughs> yeah, so Vince can, can, uh, convinces Sean to not do anything. Yeah. And then in May 96, Sean decides against pursuing legal action. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, this, this does kind of ultimately lead to Sean uh, winning the Royal Rumble when he comes back. Yeah. And getting his big uh, title win at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so, uh, Sean comes out, he's playing the sympathy card. He's dressed like a complete piece of shit. Oh my god. He's got low tan loafers. Yeah. He's got gray, like, dad dress pants. Yeah. With a collared, collared shirt. striped shirt tucked in. And then a, like... Purple a, and black purple, and yellow. Purple, yellow, and... Green? No, not green. But yeah, like a, a very colorful leather jacket. Just picture the Baltimore Ravens color scheme with their like their uh, like Maryland like logo thing on the shoulder patch. Like it's that colors. Picture the 1990s. Yeah, exa- exactly. It looks horrible. It's that. So Sean goes to hand the belt to to Gorilla Monsoon. Dean Douglas grabs it and goes to the top, and he's getting real cocky about it. Uh, and then he's also wearing a fucking horrible robe. It's like his Ugh. regular te- like teal robe, but it's got like colored stripes on the it's arms. It's got rainbow stripes on the arms. It's it's a lot going and on. A giant exclamation mark on the back. The exclamation mark he, is horrible. He fucking sucks. He's bad. Uh, so next up, then then out comes Razor. So Sean goes to the back. They show him being sad as he goes to the back. Yep. Then Razor comes out for the match against Douglas. 
Now, in my head, I thought this was like a one-minute squash. You were like, incorrect. I really, I really, honestly remembered it as being yes, a one-minute. It squash. should have been a one-minute. Absolutely. Squash. What's the point of putting over Dean Douglas? Now, obviously, we can look at this from the future and say, "Oh, Dean Douglas is literally gone in four days." <laughs> but yep, they didn't know that, right? But yeah, it it this had to be a firing. Yeah. Uh, there's a fucking lame, uh, razor pain in the class, uh, joke Ugh. by Jerry Lawler, which I just wrote, kill yourself. Uh, Jerry, kill yourself. Fair. Um, then, yeah, so it was longer than both of us expected. We, th- I thought it was a fat, fast squash, which Scott said it really honestly should have been. Yeah. Because what's the point of giving Douglas an 11 minute title reign yeah. if Razor's just going to win the title? No idea. Like, it's the same thing. Like, why isn't it just for the vacant title? I guess a title win is is maybe more exciting if you're, like, taking the title off of a heel as opposed to just winning a vacant title. But does it... In, in the end of... And at the end, does any of it matter? Especially the way it was done as we get to yes. that. Yeah. So, uh, there was a pretty... There was a pretty good, uh... Razor catches like these, uh, Douglas going for an axe handle off the top, but he catches him into a choke slam, which yeah. is like a great Razor Scott Hall spot. Yeah, I love which his... he kind of stops doing eventually. He does, yeah, but he does I... it a little bit in WCW, I think, but not a lot. Yeah, I, and he does it like full on like Tawei style. Yes, it's great. Yeah, and also, I mean, he's big. He's six foot seven, and yeah. they even say that in the on the show. So like, why not do a big guy move? Yeah, like it's cool to do big guy moves. Um, and then there's a oh, okay, yeah, so. There is a really good as well. Uh, so D- Douglas does a goes to the top, does a round. He starts off. climbing the ropes, and I'm like, guarantee he's doing a 180. Yeah, he's doing That's a funk jam. I thought he was doing a funk salt. No, but no, he does a 180 crossbody, yeah. which Razor like rolls through into a pin. Yeah, when Douglas kicks out and they get up, he hits a really Real nice good drop, drop kick. kick. Absolutely, like a really solid drop kick on him. Yep. Uh, so then we get to the finish where Razor. You know, what's when you think of Razor Ramon, <laughs> Scott, what finishing move do you think Razor Back suplex. Won back suplex? Yep. Oh, okay. So <laughs> Razor does Next question. Razor does a back suplex right next to the ropes. We're like, like okay. Which he's it, never done yeah, before. We're like, okay, it's a foot on the ropes. Yes. Kick out. So Razor like ve- like lays next to him yeah, he, with his he, arm he on drapes top of him. one yeah. arm over like, him. Like it's not even lightly. a real pin. It's not. So, right before the referee starts p- counting, Douglas, like, look, moves his leg under the bottom rope. His whole leg is out of the ring. Yeah. But, of course, Tim White, for whatever reason, decides to get down with his his legs towards the ropes, looking at Razor's yeah. far shoulder, the man who's doing the pin. He's, he is barely looking at even the pin that's yeah. happening. And so he counts... Let alone Douglas's leg. He counts the three. So, of course, Razor wins. And, like, there's no... Like the the crowd reaction is very minimal because, because they was, can see the leg under saw. the rope, and so it you're was ex- kind of assumed that like, oh, it's going to be a restart, and yeah. Razor's going to beat him legit. Your expectation as a wrestling fan is okay. Another ref comes down, exactly says, oh, and then you go, okay, let's restart it, and then just like, boom, Razor's edge, exactly. or whatever, right? 
No. Like when when that happened, I would have bet money that's what was gonna happen. Absolutely. Yeah, me too, hundred percent. But like no, that's not all that happened. was it. It was pinfall, uh Ra- Razor wins and sort of just like shrugs and like, all right, well, I guess that's my fourth yeah, win. Like, like Razor knew he didn't beat and, him. And Vince says on the micro on the commentary, like, well, right. referee's decision is final. Like can't can't go back on yeah, it. Bro, like what like, the fuck? What? <laughs> Why such a like disputable finish? Yep. I guess they didn't know and we're like, well, they couldn't have known at this point, that Douglas was gone in four days. So something happens in the next four days. Yeah, it, it must be, I mean, for one... this is obviously to set up, this is to set up a rematch. That's why you 100%. do this finish. Uh, so, yeah, so anyway, so, first of all, like, just what terrible refereeing from Tim White. Terrible. Like, it makes Tim White look incompetent. He should it, shoot himself in the face with a shotgun. He should try and kill himself. Uh, he should drink poison. He... He should put his head in a microwave or something like that. Did he do that too? Probably. He killed uh, himself a lot of ways. He killed himself a lot of ways. Um, but um, it also just, like, Razor is a babyface. Yeah. Who lost the tag title match in, like, a stupid manner. And now he wins in this bullshit fashion. Yeah. Like, way to make Razor look like shit. Yeah. He, he like, looked, it's, like, who cares if you make Dean Douglas yeah, look like R- shit? Razor looked fucking dumb twice tonight. Twice. He looks like the... He's almost on sting levels of being the dumbest <laughs> the professional dumbest wrestler. <laughs> um, and then... Yeah, but, like... So, Douglas, like, gets up after the match and is, like... Oh, come on, I was under the bottom, ref, what are you doing? The ref's sort of like, oh, sorry. What are you going to do? That's uh, just it. Like, there's yeah. no post-match confrontation. There's no, like, Douglas just leaves, Razor leaves, match over. And then Douglas is gone in four days. And so Douglas is never seen on pay-per-view again. Now, I'm sure that Shane Douglas, or Dean Douglas, as he's referred to in this, is probably an okay guy to be around. I'm sure he's not not the coolest but i'm sure he's not the biggest asshole i'm sure he's fine on good days and bad on bad days. sure but for my best bet is that after this happened he said something to Shawn michaels and got himself fired very very possible yeah i'm sure that it was along the lines of you were too much of a bitch to job the title to me and you're gay. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sean got him fired. I'm, I'm going to assume that that must have something to do with it. Cause I'd I know, say that's I, about right. I know the clique hated him. Yes. Which is, I'm sure, justified. Because he's a nobody who comes in, gets a big push, and was very cocky about it. Yeah. And, like, thinks, you know, oh, I'm going to main event WrestleMania. Like, uh-huh, sure. So it's got to be something to do with that. Yeah. But, yeah, Razor just, like, they made Razor look like a piece of shit. Um... So now, main event. Uh, so Bret Hart comes out, not wrestling on the show. Also, uh, no Owen Hart on the show, which is also weird considering it's in Canada. You'd oh, think yeah. you'd want at least one Hart to wrestle. That's true. I, Neither Hart wrestled on the Canadian pay per view. I guess not. Well, I get. Well, Bret like was there to set up future shit, yes. so that's understandable. And I don't know. Maybe they thought Owen would get cheered, and he's a heel. I'm, that is, you know what? Honestly, possible. Um, I remember going to a house show in O. Six? Was there one in 06? Uh, maybe I wasn't there. Mm, you're lame. I haven't been you to You don't like one. WF. I don't, oh, no. I don't know why you don't like WF. It's WE. It's the best. Um, yeah, we, we, there was a Christian-Shelton-Benjamin match where Christian was the heel and Shelton was like a hot baby face. It was like when Shelton had just like 
won the I like pin Triple H and then won the IC title. Right, right. And he was like a super hot commodity. Yeah. And we like as a crowd, he had to turn heel mid match. Like he got the mic, cut a promo as a heel, and Christian was a face for the rest of the match. Yeah. So like it makes sense why they wouldn't put him on. But still, like you're in Canada and you've only got a few Canadian wrestlers. Yeah. I figured them. you would put them on, right? Yeah. Um, so Brett comes out, he immediately chases away Jerry Lawler, who like runs away like a little bitch for the second time tonight. Yeah. Uh, on, so that he can be on commentary with, with, uh, Vince and JR for the main event, which, you know, noted speaker, Bret Hart, guy who does the best promos is now going to do color commentary. Yeah. And, and he delivered. And he delivered. Now, Brett was in fact wearing one of my personal favorite professional wrestling or oriented hockey jerseys. Uh, so of the many, the Cal- Calgary Hitmen of the Western Hockey League uh, named their team obviously after Brett the Hitman Hart, and I think he was like a minority owner for the first however long. Even, yeah. I mean, maybe he might still be. I don't know, but uh, yeah, just like it's in Brett's colors. The logo is based on Brett, but it's just like a cool design, cool look. The more modern version of it is like very, very cool. Yeah. Just because it's like it's a different looking jersey than everything else, and the colors are like gray and pink and black. Yeah, and like not many white. jerseys have pink. No, exactly. And if they are pink, they're like for Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and that's it. Yeah, some gay shit. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a really cool jersey. It's one of my favorites. I, I'm, I've always considered buying one, except for I don't really like wearing hockey jerseys because uh, I'm a bad Canadian. Anyway. The main event is the British Bulldog uh, challenging Diesel for the title. Bulldog in his second straight uh, in-your-house world title match, and uh, next one will make it three. Three in a row. So, it's weird, because before they start the match, I think it's as Diesel's coming to the ring, they cut to the back. Yeah, Diesel's like right at the curtain, and Doc Hendricks is bothering him for an interview. First of all, I would be mad. Fucking do not... Talk to me yeah. when I'm about to enter. Yes. Fuck in, you. in kayfabe or even not in kayfabe. Both. Like, if I'm going out through the curtains, don't come over and tell me some dumb thing that I'm supposed to Go do. Go to hell. Like, it's, yeah, it's completely uh, taking me out of my game. Yeah, I'm trying to remember all the dumb spots we choreographed. Yes. Uh, so, Handsome Doc asks him about the match and how he's feeling how you about feeling? the match. And what is Kevin Nash responding? Noted, noted lame guy, Diesel, says, I'm feeling mighty funky tonight. What the fuck? And then fuck? just goes through the curtain. Why did that need to happen? I don't know. Because Kevin Nash is not cool, but also is super cool. <laughs> so he like... It was so weird. I don't, I don't know. It's like, it's the dumb 90s. Everything's Why bad. did Diesel need to say he was feeling well, funky? Well, we noted that it's going to lead to a feud between Diesel and Flash Funk. Of course. Or Terry Funk. Or Dory Funk. Mm. I'd watch a senior. Kev- I'd watch. Yeah, I'd watch a Diesel versus Dory Funk Junior title match in 1995. Dory's working. Yeah, I mean, Dory's basically working now. But yeah, he was Dor- de- Dory Senior. Oh no, dead, dead in 1995. Yeah, I'm gonna prove you right, and by right I mean right. Yeah, I'm sure Dory Senior's dead in 95. Dory Funk Senior. Dory Funk Senior died in 1922. <laughs> Dory Funk was dead in 1973. He died in the First World War. <laughs> he died in the 70s, Scott. Yeah. Oh, he's only 54. Wow. Wow. Well, both his sons have outlived him by a lot. Have doubled him. Jun- Junior's 80 and Terry is 76. 76, wow. Yeah. But not doing great. 
No, he's in yeah. pain apparently. Uh, a lot of a lot of sad news in wrestling of a lot of legends almost dying. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then, and then handsome Doc uh, also is wearing the two dudes with attitude double sided print tee, which it's he's amazing. talking to get people to buy. I'm assuming because they didn't sell very many last show. Yeah. So now they're like, hey, please we buy gotta these. Move these. Uh, because we have too many. Uh, so, as we said earlier in the show, Mabel and Yokozuna was the fattest match in WWF history. This might be the match with the most tassels. So many tassels. Uh, Bulldog's pants. Now, he's, he's got better gear than the last two shows. Yeah. He doesn't have the half and half with Bulldog across his butt. It's got more of a, like, regular... Um, Union Jack style, but like I mean, just lines of colors. Yeah, it's like, but it looks more British. Yeah, vertical stripes yeah. on the legs with tassels down the sides and then Lots around his, around his calves. Yeah, so like tons of them. And then Diesel, of course, his his leather pants have just huge black tassels all the way down the sides. Yeah, um, so the, the most tassels ever. Uh, they show some stupid dude in the crowd doing Diesel cosplay. <laughs> uh, ugh. I, I like in 1985. I was nine. I already knew that wrestling fans were fags. I wasn't even born yet. I hate him. I'm a baby. Oh, yeah. Scott was born in 1999. I'm baby. He, he's a, almost a millennium baby. Yeah. He's also almost a willennium baby. Ooh. Uh, I did. I have been known to get jiggy with him. You do get jiggy quite a bit. Uh, so, as the match is happening, uh, Scott kind of makes the acknowledgement of like, huh, I always think Bulldog's should be bigger. Yeah. Like tall. Those of you listening who know wrestling and Hey, if you don't know wrestling, thanks for listening. Uh, but if you do, how tall do you picture British bulldog? Fairly tall, right? We'll, we'll wait while you answer. Yeah. Answer, answer now. Okay. Okay. Interesting choice. Did you say five foot 11? Cause that's how tall he is. Yeah. He's not a very big dude. Yeah. He's like, he's jacked as shit. I would have given but... him six, two. I, like, yeah, 6'1", pushing 6'2", seemed, yeah. seemed but right. But Diesel is way, way bigger taller than him. Than him. Way he's bigger than nearly him. a full foot taller. But, like, Bulldog's... Is, fu- is, is Nash... What's he, 6'9"? Um, maybe 6'10". Or 10? Yeah, in there. So almost a full foot. I mean, he's... According to this, he's 6'11". I'll give him 10. Yeah, I think 6'10 is probably more accurate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, like... I mean, Bulldog's five foot eleven, but he's I don't know two seventy. Like <laughs> yeah, he's, he's jacked. Yeah, I don't know if you've heard, but British Bulldog is in very good shape. Yeah, he's perhaps a, too good shape. Uh perhaps. Also, definitely all on natural. He's very strong, though. Yeah, he's strong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so at one point, uh, Diesel Diesel and Bulldog hit like sort of some moves in the ring. I think it's a double down. Mm-hmm. And Diesel ends up rolling to the floor. <laughs> I know where this is going. And I had to pause for a second because I had to go do something else. And when I came back in the in the room, there was just like Diesel on the mat on the and, ground and, and Cornette, Cornette sort of down too. And we're like, and I was like, what, did what, I, what did happened I, here? Wait, what did I pause it on? Did like they fall or something? So nope. I rewound it and looked, and Cornette does the greatest. <laughs> Like, big-ass elbow drop on Nash's knee on the floor. Like, big jump. And then, like, he leaves the ground. Oh, yeah, big jump. And lands. It's yeah, lands hard. hard on the floor. It's so good. I, and I said this because he takes another bump later on. He takes where, an uh, he takes an in-the-hard-way somersault. Yeah. And, like, for... And then, like, a bump off a punch. Yes. 
So for a guy who's not a wrestler, yeah. Cornette's always been really good at bumping. Oh, yeah. Because, like, he really commits to, like, overselling the bump. For sure. Like, a lot of managers that can take bumps will just take, like, get punched, take a bump, right? Or, like, get clotheslined, take a bump. But Cornette's is, like, a jump in the air, kick your arms and legs yeah, out. Yeah, big like, jump. Big ass, like, you yeah. just got killed. Like, if you, if you get punched by a wrestler, big jump yeah. in the air, all the limbs out. Which, yeah, which yeah. I respect, because if you think about it in kayfabe terms, like... He's a wiener. You're not a wrestler. Yeah. And a wrestler just kicked your ass. Wrestlers should kill you. Absolutely. Yeah. Same thing with referees, right? Yeah. Why, why a clothesline in the corner that hits a referee murders the referee. Yeah, knocks him out for five minutes. But the wrestler, a wrestler taking it is fine seconds later. Yeah. Because you're not a wrestler. Mm. So, back uh, back in the ring, and Bulldog's working the leg the whole like the whole match, right? That's why Cornette's doing it. But at some point, he puts Diesel in a crab, a double leg crab. Yeah. But... It's so horribly placed in the ring. They're literally like, right at the ring. Not only is Nash super tall, but Bulldog puts him like pretty they're, much so he's already in the corner. In the ropes. Like Nash's head is almost touching the ropes. So now of course Diesel has to like play up that it hurts so much can't he can't even, even get his can't arms even out move. because he's so focused on the knee pain, but eventually he has to get to the rope. So it just, this looks really bad because it's poorly placed. Like they're neither one of them is really facing the hard cam. Like Bulldog's facing away, and Diesel's so far in the corner that they're in just like the corner of the frame. Yeah. But eventually, like Nash, you know, like straightens his legs and shoots Bulldog off. Uh, then uh, there's oh, the, you know, Bulldog's doing the put the leg on the bottom rope, jump up, and drop your ass on the knee. Mm -hmm. A classic. A classic. Bulldog does it a couple times. Then for the third time, he like. Before he really jumps up to go, the timing. Nash puts his foot on his butt. Yeah. And then I think Bulldog thought that that was time to go. So Nash didn't even really get to, like, give him any, like, momentum. No push. So Bulldog yeah. just had to sort of, like, roll himself over the top yeah. rope to the floor. I've seen it done better. I've seen it done much better. Um, but, uh, so they, you know, more stuff, back in the ring, more leg work. Bulldog, so so Brett's on Brett's on commentary, and at one point Nash gets thrown over the top rope, but lands on his feet and sort of stumbles back towards the announce table, and Brett sort of like gets up and braces Diesel so he doesn't like bash into the announce table, and Diesel turns around and gives him like a pie face back in his seat and gets back in the ring. Yeah. So then, uh, uh, when Bulldog's doing his offense. McMahon and and JR are sort of asking him, like, you know, well, what's your relationship with him? Like, he's your brother-in-law. Like, do you get along? Are you friends? And Brett's sort of like, well, I, I've tried to mend the fences, but, you know, he's not interested and whatever. So, But I like him more than Owen. But I like him more than Owen. So it's, you know, whatever. So Bulldog decides to put Diesel in a sharpshooter, but I don't think the Bulldog ever learned how a sharpshooter works. I also don't, even if he did, I don't think he practiced it with Nash no. and how big Nash yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, you can, like, as long as you know how to do it, almost anyone can do it on anyone. Yeah. Unless they're six foot 11, six foot huge. 10, yeah. and you're five foot 11. Yeah. So he really struggles. He, like, falls over at one point. Yeah. At first, he, like, sits down all the way on him. I'm like, oh, he, he broke Diesel's legs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah, then he like almost completely loses the legs, and it doesn't look good. It look, yeah, it looks real bad. Uh, so yeah, th this is the point where Carnet Cornet gets taken in the hard way. He takes the big pillowy forearm and takes a bump. Yep. Uh, then, oh yeah, then Diesel does like you know like um, 
uh, Bulldog and him get up, and then uh, oh man, Bulldog runs at him. Nash hits the big boot, and then immediately like just drops and sells the knee. Like yeah, per- like good. perfect selling. Yeah, it was good. Like the timing of the hitting the boot to then dropping to the mat was yeah. great. And then when he's like making a comeback, he like does like the run and the, the guy's like necked over the second rope. Yeah, and and you run and come and sit on him. But like the way. Nash ran yeah. selling the leg was, was yeah. delightful. He, like he looked like Frankenstein. He ran like a guy who couldn't bend his knee. Yeah. So like one knee one leg was straight and the other knee was was bent and he was just sort of like hobble over to the ropes to do it. It was good. It was really, really well done. Yeah. Um at one point they asked Brett some more stuff about Bulldog where he refers to the Bulldog as weighing over th- or about three hundred pounds. <laughs> That's uh, right. Because Brett's great at speaking. <laughs> um but then yeah, the finish was yeah, like Davy Boy comes, gets thrown out of the ring, and then while Brett's doing commentary, Davy Boy comes over and like gives him a shot, and then he goes back in the ring, and then Brett climbs. And Brett in the comes ring and beats the shit out and of beats him. the shit of Bulldog, so Bulldog DQ. wins by DQ. Yeah, um, and then then but yeah, beats a Bulldog. Bulldog gets out of the ring eventually. Yeah. Then Nash Diesel's gets like, in. Hey, Diesel gets in, and he's don't like, "Don't fuck with my shit." Yeah, like I fucking lost because of you. And then they have like the laziest, worst. Like, brawling, then Pulled. all the referees and the... the... First, we blamed the referees for doing a bad job at fulfilling their end of the bargain in a pull-apart brawl, in yeah. that they were not pulling them apart. But then we sort of looked at what Brett and Diesel were actually doing, and we're like, oh, maybe they don't need to be pulled apart, because they're fighting like girls. Like, <laughs> like Diesel had him all like kind of in a front face lock, but like his arm wasn't really around yeah. Brett. They were just Brett just, had, Brett just had his head under Diesel's arm, and he wasn't really throwing punches. And Nash was throwing just, like, really weak forearms to the back, but then yeah. stopped. And then, like, nobody was pulling them apart. So it was just a real... <laughs> it just looked really shitty. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, and then that, that was that was the end of it. Like, they pulled them apart. And that obviously sets up, like, what they're doing in the future. Yeah. Um, so the, the show also had dark matches. And mm. the dark matches are very interesting. So... Not not only was Brett not on the main show. Not in a dark match. He was in a dark match. He was in a dark match. He okay. wrestled Isaac Gankum DDS. Okay. Uh, but like how much, like how long has Isaac Yankum been in the WWF at this point? I feel like since the summer, since around King of the Ring. So he, yeah, so he like debuted in, uh. May? No. June. Uh, July. Oh, sorry, yeah, there's a second page. I didn't see there was a second page. Uh. August. Okay. I think he was uh, yeah. hanging around with Lawler before he had matches. Yeah, I maybe his, his first match is in August 95. But if you, like, actual television stuff... Yeah. Oh my god, he did not He did not last very long. He wrestled Brett at SummerSlam, and then he just did a bunch of, like, bullshit on Raw. Wow, Brett's SummerSlam match. That's when, like, SummerSlam was a big yeah, that, deal. Yeah, that was, like, the secondary show. Was Isaac Yankum. Yeah. Okay. But then he did Survivor Series 95, Rumble 96, and then just like a bunch of bullshit on Raws and Superstars. So like and he, he go, never really did yeah. anything. Then go hang out for a while and you can you can be fake Diesel. Grow your hair out, dye off. it black, yeah. and then you can be fake Diesel. Um, oh man, Summer, SummerSlam 95 is a real bad fucking show. There's two good matches and however many other matches besides those two are dog shit here let me let me tell you a little story about a man named jet poor mountaineer barely kept his family fed let me tell you about a story about uh, summerslam 95 
in my tape trading days before I just uh, downloaded and stole everything. Uh-huh. When I had cool to guy. like uh, pay money to pay money or goods or services to Ooh. to acquire tapes, mouth services. And I, I do mean tapes. This is not a DVD world we're speaking. Scott's forty five. I no, we've already already established. I'm a baby. I'm just like ironic and retro. Ah, you're hip. Yeah, I I started tape trading in twenty thirteen. <laughs> um, I I don't know if I acquired. I get maybe I just got it off eBay or something. I got the SummerSlam ninety five like VHS master tape. And then when I was, like, just, like, selling tapes, someone ordered uh, a copy of it, and I guess I was so mad at owning a master tape that had Diesel and Mabel on the cover, (laughs) what I did was I taped 123Kid versus Hakushi and Sean versus Razor Ladder Match just onto another VHS tape. Yeah kept it for myself, and just gave the person the master tape. Interesting. I probably could have charged more. Probably. Didn't do it. <laughs> I, I guess I was real mad at Diesel and Mabel that day. How much did but, you pay for the master tape? I don't know, $700? Mm, okay. <laughs> that seems fair by 1999 uh, prices when you were a baby. That's right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, Henry Godwin beats Sid, so by Sid, Bret Hart beats Isaac Income, and then Owen and Yoko defeat Bam Bam and Savio in the main event. Hmm. So Savio wasn't on the show, Bam Bam wasn't on the show, nope. Sid wasn't on the show, Owen wasn't on the show, uh, there was also a Bob Holly Rad Radford Excellent. pre-show dark match. So, uh... And in Feb 96, we start getting free-for-all matches, which I have downloaded all of, because I'm a professional. All of them. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they only free for all ma- matches. I guess they they had free for alls before and after, but it was just previewing the show. the The exclusive matches were January ninety six to July ninety seven mm. is when they actually had free for all matches. Right. the The two I can think of offhand for whatever reason are Mania twelve because it was my first pay per view. Smoking Guns. Uh, no, sorry, Body Donna's Godwins for the vacant yeah. tag team titles, which. <laughs> Tag team title match doesn't even make the main show, and that's when there were only three titles. <laughs> why? Why would it make the main show? I think there's only. I guess there was only six matches on the show because the goddamn Iron Man and uh, Steve Austin Yokozuna SummerSlam '96, where huh. Yokozuna is too fat, uh, falls off the ropes going for the bonsai, and Austin rolls him up. Yes. Yeah, a classic. Yeah, that is classic. Those are the the, the two free frills I remember, and there was a Survivor Series match. On the free for all for Survivor Series '96, but I don't know the people in it. Mm. It, it was like the the mid Carters one. <laughs> that is, uh, I I can't wait to watch. And we won't because none of those were in your houses. Ah, lame. Uh, so I guess that is the end of in your house number four. This sure is. is a two hour podcast. Th- yeah, it does seem like we've gone a minute. Well, we had a lot of funny banter, and we also did the uh, NCAA brackets and That's mascot true. talk. And uh, yeah, we did we did a lot of preamble. Good so this is maybe the longest episode, which I'm sure uh, some listeners would, won't complain about, and which I'm sure we'll beat next week. But until then, the secret letter is R hard R. Cody will not replace me. <laughs> <laughs>